Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's up front. I'll put, put you, you on, put you on man. Man. I'll put you on the you Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Oh, all right, Who is What's his name? Ghost. You know again? He cool, man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target. CVS mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QueensFlip to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought, it was, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I got it. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestros with an S.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Oh. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Wait, we back. Wait, we got to make sure. JR, we recording? We recording, right? Good. You see, right? All right. Good. G Money. What up, though? Oh man, we What's back, up? back we like back. white Tic Tacs. Back like four flats in the Cadillac. Uh, well, or Cadillac in four flats. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know those old school terminologies. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Looking good, man. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to keep up with the time. Yeah, well, I see you out here making de- decent moves. Flavor vanilla. What? You out, here, you out here moving, man? What the hell is that? You like them light and bright. That's what. I, that's all I can say. <laughs> you like them light and bright. <laughs> Yeah, wild boys. Uh, uh, <laughs> huh? Uh, bubbles. Yeah, a lot of things been happening, man. How you, uh, yo, the flip the script. You know, I definitely want to take the time out to thank the audience, thank everybody, man, that's right, supporting, man. Audience, yeah, round of applause for them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Round of applause for them. Um, I think it's dope, man. I think it's dope. I think it's uh, a beautiful thing. You know, we had 100,000 views, man, 24 mm. hours. Less than 24 hours. You know what it is? What I show, I think, like, we we go in kind of spurts. Like we started off crazy, and we calmed down for a second. Where we kind of like was like, oh, what are we doing? We still doing the show or not? Got back into it. Episode went crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. back into it. Got got the fire going again. Got a little quiet again. And now is that spark again? You know what I'm saying? The last like, what I'm gonna say, eight nine episodes probably. This is mm-hmm. the spark. You know what I'm saying? So we back, man. How you good. feel about that though, man? Feels you know, good. I know you wait for next month, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jr., come here real quick. I know, you, I know you wait for the end of, end of next month, man. Next month's gonna know, be good. You know, I mean, you know <laughs> it, it feels good though, man. It definitely, man, for working hard, putting a lot of work. Turn the speaker on the bottom. Turn, you know, working hard and 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 putting a lot of work is is is, is a lot of people don't want you to win, man. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, for you know sure. what I mean. I feel a lot of people don't want want you to win and stuff Here like we that. Go! And um, but other than that, and then when you go in there, Jay, I'm just teaching you something. But you know, while we doing this, when you go in there, go to the screen where you see all the reds and bring the, the lines down. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch nothing on the board. I'm teaching my son this, y'all, and we live and direct. You see the lines? You, you press Control and Plus and Minus. It brings you to the lines. You bring all the mics lines down, so there's no feedback in the speaker. Only leave the FX mic up. You hear the feedback? I can hear myself. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. Go do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to teach him. Chuck J.R. Young. one time. That's my guy. He's, he's getting big, man. I remember when he was a little guy, you know what I'm saying? That's my man. What happened? <laughs> Damn, man. Kids, man. That's my boy right are there. You, are you having any more? I'm good. I'm excited about this next guest. Yeah? Yeah. Let me to J.R. Fix the, fix the mics, man. Oh, there, there you there go. We go. Yeah, J.R., let's go. Yeah, you got to fix G-Money's too, man. Yeah. Let's go, Booby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about the next guest. Yes. Because we've been, we been on a tangent. We've been on yeah. fire right now. <laughs> and I feel that, you know, the swag, his swag is definitely different. Let's go. Look, look, look. Oh, he cool? 
Already out, out the gate. He got to wait. He got to wait. He got to wait. I ain't do it. Yeah, he's smooth, though. Smooth. Fold him on the fold. Like four times. Smooth. You see the hat? Oh. Ooh. Different type. He cut from a different cloth. Let's get it straight to it. G-Money. Yo. Episode motherfucking 101. Nigga, we made it. Woo. We got a special guest today. Facts. Um, special guest. Mm-hmm. If you do me a favor, just slide the mic over and pull it closer to you. Yeah, there we go. Like Spe- that? Yeah, special guest today. Round of applause for Ward and Bailey, everybody. Heard a lot about him. You heard mm. about him in these interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me, man. He said, do your research. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. Run me a Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> well, something wrong. Smooth. Smooth. How you doing, man? What's going great. on? I'm doing great. How you feeling today? Fantastic. <sighs> We've been hearing a lot about you, man. And I've been listening. He's slick. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready. Is is that like a people? Older people they have a lot of slick terminology. Where do you guys get that from? You look young. You don't look older. So you look young. You look younger than me. Oh wow! Thank you. Yeah, but you. Yeah, but but you guys got a lot of slick terminologies. A lot of like, you know. I cut you everywhere but loose, stuff like that, these type of words. Where do you think you get it from, man? Mm, I have to say from uh, the environment we, we grew up at. Mm. Brooklyn. Mm, okay, yeah, G. Brooklyn. What, what part of Brooklyn? Part of Brooklyn, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Farragut, 191, uh, Marion Street, 418, uh, Rutland Plaza. My mom was like a gypsy. We moved a lot. Mm-hmm. We moved a lot all over Brooklyn. I, I went from Park Slope all the way over there to uh, the left rack on 92nd Street. Wow. So I, I was well-traveled in Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Born That's and raised. 511 Bradford. So mm. we hit the, the, the zones. Tell us, what's, what's your ethnic background? Believe it or not, both of my parents are from Trinidad. Mm. And I, I couldn't. I, I just recently found out my mother was from Trinidad. When I grew up, she was really slick. She was smooth, running numbers and doing hairs, working <laughs> at bars, painting. She was a jack of all trades, you know. Big bus rides, thirty buses going up to upstate. She had a good hustle. You, you grew know, up both I, your parents, huh? You, you, you had both your parents in the household, both parents. No, I took care of my father for the last five years of his life. He died at ninety-three. Wow. You know, he stayed with me for wow. the last five years. He wasn't in your life when you were younger? Oh, no. No, I didn't see him. He was a merchant seaman. He was a merchant seaman. He did a lot of time on the sea. Was that, you know? what, what does, like, was he, not in the Navy or nothing, what's a merchant seaman mean? Uh, working on the vessels. Oh. He got his citizenship during the wartime working on that vessel, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. But my other father, was a good father, you know. My mother, our last husband, Orlando, great guy. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, okay. he, he's my dad, you know. Not my biological, but he took right. care of me very well. You got any siblings in the household? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many, my how many siblings? And my sister's now living with me and where I'm at now. Mm. Uh, I just lost two of my brothers, one of them from leukemia recently. Oh, sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. And one from Vietnam, you know. Mm. So. Wow. How many of you was in, in total? Five of us. Five of us. Five of y'all. Wow. Yeah. Um, tr- have you been to Trinidad? Believe it or not, no. When oh, I was, 
When it was my uh, turn uh, to go, <laughs> they didn't take me, okay? What you mean your turn? You know, my sister went with my father, and it was my turn to go. It's like it skipped the beat. Oh. And my cousin keep on saying, we're going to go there for carnival and everything else. I've been to China and Africa. I've been everywhere else but my homeland. Mm. Boy, now, come on, man. I don't like to hear that. Why not? It's true. <laughs> they're going to Trinidad, man. We oh went there a couple years ago, right? My kids are Trinidad, man. Really? Yeah, my wife is Trinidad, man. We went there two years ago for a podcast interview. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna make it there, honestly. Now you gotta give me where you go. I, I need you I'm going, going there. there. I'm traveling the world. I'm going away every three months right now. Mm. Oh, me talk and wife, we've been traveling. Talking spicy. Oh, oh, yeah. Talking spicy. Bag talk right there. Bag talk. So, so growing up, tell us how was it for you growing up in Brooklyn? It was rough. You know, when I was growing, it was rough. I didn't have all the gear they, they had back then. I didn't have the Playboys. I didn't have the Bly search and everything else. You used to get you bullied know? a lot? Huh? No, I didn't get bullied. You know, I was mm, I was bust out my neighborhood for all my schooling, you know, so I never had no afternoons programs. But uh, no, I was a corny cat, you know, with the mm. jeans and everything else. <laughs> my mother gave me a, a plastic coat, which I left home one day behind the radiator and it melted. And my mother said, where's your coat? I said, I left it in school. She pulled it from the radiator. It was all melted together. Just couldn't get up to wear that. I, I was not cool. I didn't have what they had. What kind of stuff were you into as a kid? Like you sports or video games? Like, you know. No, we really have no video games. Well, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, was, I was raised in the 60s. Mm. You know, so we did the Scullies and Scully uh, my, flag football. That was my game you know, right there. Sewer Played basketball against the sign. The sign, you hit the sign, that was a point, you know. <laughs> From side to side, punch ball, you know. The, but the, the time, did you see a big, I know there's a difference, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, as far as like back in the 60s, man. Like, was it in Brooklyn, did you come across in the 60s any racial profiling? It was it any racism? I know it's racism in the 60s, but I'm talking about in Brooklyn, the areas you grew up in. Or no, not where I grew up, but where I went to school, they chased us home. You know, everything else. We had a hard time going to school out there in, in Bensonhurst. You mm. know, I went to school in Bensonhurst. Uh, what Pershing school you went to? Junior High School. Okay. And then from Pershing Junior High School, I went to FDR. Ooh. You know, that didn't have a football team. Or I wouldn't be here speaking to y'all. I tell my wife the same thing, you know. What do you I've mean? Been in the Hall of Fame or something by now. It was a real disadvantage, you know, going to school like that, being bust out. They used to chase you home. They chased us home. We all had to get in the auditorium, and the cops was with us, taking us to the, the train station over there. And when the cats start running after us, you know, it was a stampede. Wow. You know, we had to run to the, you know, to the station. My mother thought I would get a better education out there. But why? Wait, hold on. The cops couldn't stop them from chasing y'all? Mm. No, evidently they couldn't for some reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we ran right our ass to that train station. Every day. No, it wasn't every day. No, it was an incident that, that time, and their parents came out there, and, you know, they didn't want us in the school and this and that, and, you know, some knuckleheads came from another school and started with some of the kids in there. Mm -hmm. You know, so Have it you wasn't an ongoing you, thing. Did you get into fights when you were younger? I think I only had one fight in, in, in school, you know. I didn't get in a fight. I was easy going, you know. Mm -hmm. I was real easy going. I wasn't – and some of the tough guys, Albert Tate took me under his wing, he was from uh, uh, Fort Greene. He was like the toughest guy in school, and he liked me. And he, I was cool after that, you know. <laughs> he guided me through that, you know. Wow. Oh, geez, man. So you were a good kid growing up? I was all right. Was all right. I, mean, I didn't get in no trouble. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put it that way. I didn't get in no trouble. I had my I had my own rules. I hung out with the good kids who had to be in the house at 6 o'clock and all that other stuff. Mm. I could have stayed out all night long if I wanted to. Mm. I didn't have a curfew, you know. 
You know, like the other kids' parents iron their clothes. I had to iron my own clothes. They were so proud of me. Oh, you iron your own clothes? The other neighbors <laughs> could. Who I'm still really tight with, you know. I just never moved away from those guys. Every time my mother moved, I always went to 418 Marion. They're my friends to this day, you know. Wow. I met them when I was eight years old. I'm 63 right now. So how did you get into the correction field? Tell us how you came because now okay, first of all you said that, you know before I, you answer that, so about your mother real quick. What was she strict? Was she easy going, or she would just focus on getting the bag, as we would say today? Oh, she did her thing, and you know, I hate to say it, she told me when we had our moments of, uh, you know, talking. She said, you know, you don't owe me anything. I did my thing, you know. Mm. And, and, and in a way, I felt like, yeah, you're right, because she, you know, she didn't study with me with my home. I could stayed out all night. You hear what I'm saying? I could do what I want at 11 and 12. But I hung out with the good kids down the block. They went in at eight, I went in at eight. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. couldn't cross the street. I had to go across the street to get the ball for them. You know what I'm saying? They was under strict rules. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not me. I could do anything I want. So you basically govern yourself, you say? Yeah. We all govern the family and they govern themselves. And did you hold that against Mama Love? Were you oh, hell no. Mama Love was cool. I, I dug her after, you know, you go grow up and you start hanging out with her and this and that. She told me all this stuff, you know? So, all the stuff to do and everything else. You know, oh, yeah. she worked at the bar. She said, always when you're at the bar, you always buy yourself a dark drink and leave it on the bar. For when the stick-up boys come, you drop your jewelry in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> But wow. back then, they was robbing bars. The bar scene wow, was really big in the, in, in the 70s everything else. You I didn't know, think about they that. They run up in the bar. They robbed the whole bar. But you have your dark drink. You drop your little Mama Love is slick. I like Mama, Mama was smooth. She ran a restaurant. Wow. She, she, she did paintings for people. She was gifted. Mm. And she knew all the Jeopardy questions. We said, Mom, you're wasting your time in the house answering these questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was mad intelligent, mad smooth. Had a good conversation. She had so a good when, conversation. Did, when did, oh, you said your we'll stepfather name was Orlando. Orlando. When did he come in the picture? Oh, he came in, shoot, when I was real young. He came in on Marion Street, so I was around eight years old. Hmm. He came in our life then. Oh, wait, he you know, was, he was, he was a, uh, French. He, he was from New Orleans. So mm. his last name was Puccio. He had those gray eyes, light-skinned cat, you know? Mm. <laughs> he was cool. He was cool, too. My, my mother groomed him, too, you know? So how was he with you? Like, you know, if, if you ever got out of line, did he, like... Not, no, you he guys was had cool. a great, great he relationship? did nothing that governing shit. Only thing he got upset was when I was going to join the Army. You know, all my friends joined the Army. We was going to join together. Mm. And uh, he started crying and told me not to go. Wow. He said, don't go to the army. So what? He showed me some love. He like, yo, stay here. <laughs> you know, and I stayed. All my friends went to the military. You know, I, I didn't go, you know. Wow. You well, didn't go because of what Orlando said, because yeah, of the passion. Initially, we went to go with the inside Muslims on Bushwick Avenue. Mm -hmm. Those Muslims who, you know, had the, the tribal marks and everything else. We mm -hmm. went to them to join. And uh, they sent us home and said, yo, you have to go home and cut off your pubic hair, you know, from under your arms and this and that. And it'll grow back in 90 days. And during that 90 days, you'll be under training. So when he sent us home, we never got back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we never went back. <laughs> so you, you told know? him that you was going to do it. He said, nah. Nah. He told me, nah. Wow. But, but uh, you, had a, you had a fruitful life. I did. But believe it or not, out of uh, all my friends, I was the like most likely to not make it. You know. You oh, know? whoa, hold up! Why you say that? 
They thought that about me. I had no qualms about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had no qualms that they didn't think I was going to make it. Come on, look what I'm, I was brought up. And, well, your I friends- not, and I was smoking. I'm not going to lie. They mm-hmm. said, oh, I know the rest of y'all smoking, but he's on something else. Why do I got to be on something else, you know? <laughs> but you smoking weed? Think, yeah. Were well, your friends black or you had, you had mixed friends? Yeah, all, black all black friends. Well, you can't say I was mm. smoking like that. Don't jump out the way to say I was smoking because you know we we for the new era. We don't know what smoking can be. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got back then. It was yeah, weird. We okay. all okay. You know, yeah. So they they didn't Water, come on. No, they didn't think I was gonna make it because all my friends went to Brooklyn Tech or Stuyvesant. It was like geniuses. Mm-hmm. Come on, I, I definitely was like. A scale below, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't have their smarts. When we took that test to go to the military, mm-hmm. and we was cheating everything off each other, one of the guys was called <laughs> in the room, and they said, yo, we got a nuclear submarine program we want to put you in. Mm. I said, hope I didn't copy too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me in that room. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're very intelligent, you know? They, so what they, kept you on, on a straight path? You know, like some guests we have, that you know, they have – stepfathers and this and that and you know they grew up in certain areas and you know and, and they, they get involved with the, the gang stuff or they get involved with like the, the fighting the crime you know like what kept you you know astray you know what those good kids I hung out with good kids you know, those sad kids on Marriage Street those mm-hmm. kids was like straight and narrow you know Marriage Street what part of Brooklyn is Marriage Street that's between Rockaway and Hopkinson I think that might be is that Brownsville Bushwick, Bushwick? That, okay yeah, I'm Bushwick Brownsville Mm. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that neighborhood did everything. That, that, their parents took care of me. They took me down south. I never knew oh, nice. that down south. When okay. we was little, everybody in the summertime used to go down south. I said, what the hell is down south? <laughs> and then he took me down there. He took me to a big farm. They killed the pig. They had a lot of land. Wow. Busy going down stuff and not going to your homeland. I know, I know. <laughs> but I didn't know my mother was from Trinidad. Come Imagine I just found that out less than five years ago. Wow. How? That's what I want to know. Because she was too smooth. I just knew she was from down south. Which you I thought like, you were before. So huh? when I knew my you... father was from Trinidad. Ain't okay, no okay. doubt so, you knew he was from Trinidad. Okay? Gotcha. But my mother, I thought she was just from down south because she was so smooth. Mm. I would never thought she was from the island, you know? <laughs> you know no, no accent, none of that. No, she was smooth. How, how did you get Miss, into corrections? That was my last road. That was my last road. I took an exam for everybody because at that time you couldn't get on a job after 30 years old. And I was knocking on the door. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I needed some money, you know what I'm saying? And some kind of, you know, pathway. So, so it wasn't your dream job. That's something oh, that nobody you kind of was... It's no dream job for no one to be a correction officer. I mean, nobody I, gets know, up and says, I'd know. like to be a correction officer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> None of us do. Nobody right. does. My, my, before that, my brother-in-law had it, and he left. He mm. said, that job ain't for no one. So wow. that kept me off the job for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then when I went to RCA, which was a training school and everything else, a female went there and told me, yo, it's easy. You know, it's a mm-hmm. lot of money. It's easy. So, What were you doing before that? Huh? What were you doing before that? I did a little bit of everything. I worked at the airport mm-hmm. uh, as a sky cap, which is a porter. You know, I do checking the bags and right. everything else. And that was a good job. And uh, I tend to stand my ground. They told us we can change our names on our name tags. You know, mine said Emmanuel Bailey. And he said, you can change the name. So I said, I want my name tag to say Abdul Aziz. Abdul mean the servant of Allah. Uh, Aziz mean the determined one. He looked mm. at me and said, you crazy? <laughs> I said, no. They said, nobody's going to change their name. Everybody keep their regular name. You know? They ran me off that job by lying on me. Mm. But I already told them I'll never be a beggar. I'm never coming up here. Because a lot of guys who left that job came up there begging for money and act, looking real bad. 
and, and, and they came after me. And I told them clearly, I'm, y'all snakes. Why would I do something so stupid to let y'all get me? Right. And, you know, another brother gave me up and lied on me. And I went to his house. I said, why you do that to me? Oh, I have a family and this and that. You know, the union didn't back me, but wow. I kept it moving. You know, I always stood my ground when it came to that, you know? Right. So, I can tell you stories in DOC when we get to that part. They ain't nobody going to tell me what to do that's wrong. Hmm. You know? I, to me, I, I mean, I followed. Back then in the 60s, I followed Michael X and, mm. and uh, 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 FOIs. I fell in love with them, man. Mm. I was a big follower of them. You know, I have one disappointment in my whole life. I tell my wife all the time, the only thing I didn't do right is when Farrakhan was up there and he brought Malcolm X killers on the stage. I walked out, but I should have voiced my opinion a little louder, mm. you know, that I was disappointed that, you know, you got these guys up here who killed Malcolm X, you know. Wait, hold Other up. Than that. Hold up. Slow down. <laughs> You're bringing up some stuff. because I just put out a post and asked if society was trying to erase Malcolm X's legacy. Because, you, know, you know, they really don't talk about him in school and stuff no. like that, and I wanted to know that. But he's a great man. I watched some of his documentaries. All of them. But, but... You're saying that Minister Farrakhan, not, that's right. You said his name. Right? Minister Farrakhan brought the killers on stage. Exactly. Where? Uh, Jacob Javits Center. No, stop yes, it. Yes, he did. Wow. I was there with my brothers from Correction. Wow. And first, he was talking about his five hundred dollars shoes that turned me off too. You don't have to tell me you paid five hundred dollars for your shoes either, brother. <laughs> Like, you know that's, that's crazy. But what that's, really that's, that's, was a even... nail on the coffin <laughs> was when he brought them up there. I love this. Five hundred dollars back then is crazy. Back then, that's a, that's a... water, water. <laughs> hold up, because you a smooth guy. I keep it real. Shout bro. out to you. You had a big wedding. I was there. <laughs> All right. Fire. Wedding crash. <laughs> <laughs> wedding crash. Beautiful. See pictures. All right. All right. Smooth. So then you can't hate on a man for shit. Come on, cause you do it big. I did it right. I did it right. I'm you, I did my stuff right. I have no shame. No, no. That's but, why I'm up here, because I, I have no shame. No, nah, facts. Mm. That's what I like about you. But but let's go back to that. So he was on, how did he introduce, like, you guys knew those were his killers, or he told you we they were his killers? We all knew his killers. Come on. They just got out of jail. They mm. just got released from jail. He brought two of them up there. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that was it. I never went to another rally he ever did or anything else. I walked out, but my biggest point was not shouting out at him. You know, I mean, my table knew why I was leaving, but I should have shouted out them out. You know what I'm saying? What year was this? Wow, that was I couldn't even tell you. It was way back then. I was was I still a captain at the time? It was a while back. It was way back then. You know, you know, I got to be more than 10, 15 years ago. It was a long time. But what made you get into it? Like, how did you get into the whole? Well, you know, following Malcolm X, what did you see? Oh my them? God, I love them! Come on, I love those FRIs. How smooth and sharp they look! Not military was. They were selling fish in the neighborhood. Remember they had steak and take? I don't know if y'all that young, but they owned restaurants everywhere. We, 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 oh, they uh, was doing their thing, man. I was too proud of them. I, what? She's proud to be black, basically. What? Sharp, tall, clean, respectable, selling their bean pies. Mm. The, the, the magazine itself. Come on, it was all good for me. You know, I wanted to be an FOI, fruit of Islam, man. They was clean. <laughs> they was clean. There was some good brothers in DLC who followed them, and they were sharp, you know, clear face and standing tall. Do you remember when Malcolm X got killed? Do I? Yeah. Hmm. You know, and, and I was so sad to see his documentary later on to find out how much pressure he was under from the, the, the nation and, and how much jealousy and animosity was against him. 
you know? And then when he split off, he was taking America to the UN. He was charging with crimes. He was on the pathway, you know, to let the world know. But more than anything, you listen to some of his, his albums, Battle of the Bullet, you know? And I got all his albums, all his tapes. I, hmm. My kids know. My kids know. Hmm. I proudly wear his T-shirts. Respect, repeat to Malcolm X. You said that um, a couple of minutes ago, you said that somebody lied on you uh, and you went to his house. Yes. What were you referring to? I was referring to uh, as I was a sky cap and the one who, guy who testified me had the rank of his captain. And what he testified against me was that he said, I told him that the supervisor said I can leave. And then I told the supervisor that the captain said I can leave. And I said to myself, who will do something that stupid? I'm going to play you all against you. You already suspended me for 30 days. And I told the, the, the guy in front of me, I said, you're a snake. I know you all in the, in the grass trying to bite me. Why do you think I do something that ignorant? So what happened that day then? What happened? What did you get suspended for? Oh, for almost punching him. <laughs> almost punching him. Tell I said, what does almost punching mean? That you cocked your fist at him. See, I was soft. I'm always, I'm so soft. They think they was calling me Mr. Softy in DLC. All right, I was soft, okay? And I, I'm not no gangster. He was, they wasn't scared of me. He wasn't scared of me. But the other porters that was real gangsters, he wouldn't have said nothing to them. He knew where his place was. And I said that in jail, too. Everybody know who to mess with. You know who to mess with. You know what CO to mess with, what captain to mess with. And he knew I was the easy target. Because I would never actually punch him. You know what I'm saying? So, I, mean, and well, I, was, well, I always was well-mannered. Did you cut your fist up that day, though? Did yeah, you recall? I definitely wanted to hit him. Okay. I definitely wanted <laughs> to hit him. <laughs> so what happened? Like, what, I didn't shoot the gun at him. But, I didn't shoot the I mean, punch. but bring us to that day. What, what, got, what triggered you off? What happened? I, said, I think the nitpicking. Because he was nitpicking at me constantly. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing about that job, we all laughed about it. Because we was paying, they was paying us to make money. You know what kind of tips we made in one day? On a Sunday, you was guaranteed for $150 in your pocket. Hmm. So our income wasn't at minimum wage. It was below that because it was like a guy who worked at a restaurant as a waiter. You get tips, yeah. We get tips. Good tips. That was a good money maker, but I wasn't going to die on the curbside. Right. And all the hustling you can do, you know, taking money for letting other people's baggage go on, especially the movie crew or anything else. They have a lot of luggage, you know? Hmm. So it was a it was a good hustle for them. So becoming a correction officer, let's let's t walk us through that. So it was just, you just took a bunch of tests. Yep, and they called me. They called me. When they called me, I told them they got they got the best officer they ever going to have. Really? Yeah, I knew it. I knew I was going for the ropes. I told them before I left. I told everybody I wanted to be chief of the department. I wanted to be it all. Hmm. I was not stopping. Jack of all trades. Huh? Hello. I went Hello. in there and I played it by the rules. <laughs> Took me two years to make captain. Somebody told me, you better learn the job before you move up. I said, I'll learn as I go. Mm. I'll learn as I go. You know, because like I said, they didn't really like me. To, you know, my coworkers didn't like me, uh, captains didn't like me, you know, because I kept them honest. You kept them honest. I mean, you know, I'm a tall guy, I'm 6'3. And back then, I'm maybe like 210 and this and that. And they suited us up. The big guys always got suited up for the search. Mm -hmm. We had batons, helmet, and, and, and the vest on. One of the captains told me he hit somebody as he was on the wall. He whispered it to me, hit him. I looked at him. I said, shook my head, no. <laughs> he said, hit him. He whispered again. I said, no. So then it was over. He said, let me tell you something. You're an inmate lover? You ain't going to amount to nothing on this job. You're going to end up a drunk. 
and you'll never suit up again. Wow. I told myself, Ed, <laughs> my head, Ed, you, if that's all it, I don't have to suit up. I'll search yourself like everybody else. But I'm not just beating on command. Right. You know, so that was my road, and I, and I didn't play in my office. My coworkers, they couldn't be in the A station with me. They have to be on the floor, and they have to search every inmate that comes in my house. Any inmate who came to my house had to get searched. And when they went into their cell and came out, you have to search them again. That's real. And when they got there, I had their keys, their body arm, and everything else. And when they left, I locked my door. They hated hmm. me. <laughs> they didn't like me. <laughs> they didn't like me as a, their coworker. What was your first day like? You started you were, scared to death. You were nervous. On a midnight, mm. I was scared to death. I had to be in lower dorm, and it, a dorm. It's no cells. These cats was walking around, and I was in the A station with a, with a female officer. She said, "You better get on the floor." I said, "What?" She <laughs> said, "You belong out there." <laughs> I said, where? <laughs> but it was scary. Well, it yeah. Scary. 1985. It, I was scared mm. like hell, boy. In what building? C-74. And they forced us to go there. Anybody who was close to like 29 had to go to C-74. We thought that was age discrimination at that time. Like, why are you going to sign us? That was like really the hardest jail to go to back then. That's what mm. I heard. Because wow. adolescence was from 16 to 19, not what it is now. They look like grown men. Mm-hmm. And it was cock diesel. They were strong. No, it was a scary building I was in. Did you call anybody for any advice before you got started? Anybody that, that you know, you wanted to call to kind of get some... No, some, not some, really. I had no one to lean on. Jumped in. Yeah. I had no one to lean on. Mm. Lean on me. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> you're in there. Um, Let's go, let's go through, let's go through it now. You, you, you're in there. So the first couple, you you made captain in two years. Uh huh. Two and a half. What was it like? What was the troubles in the beginning of the stages? Like he asked, like, did, did you have any troubles? Like any, you know? Yeah, a lot of troubles. You know, in the beginning, it's rough. Any I, for that particular job is rough because you didn't know what was going to happen. Every day is different when you're a correction officer. Hmm. You don't know what make make these guys go off. You know, and this and that, and and it was bad. And, and they bully you. They try to bully you. Open myself, punk. Where you from? You know, it's like that. Who are you talking to, officer? <laughs> you know, you know, it was a, a trying until I found out what a hard day was for me. They said, "We'll give you a hard day." I said, "What? What do you mean?" And the hard day for me was they was beating up another inmate. I said, "What? That's it? You beat up that big for him?" I know how to write. I wrote infractions. You know wow. what I'm saying? So I found out at that point, it it took me through the the wall that you hit when you say, "Oh, I can do this job if they're not going to touch me." You know mm. what I'm saying? You never got attacked? Yes, I did. Got attacked twice. Once before I made captain because I was bragging about it. I was telling everybody about it. Makes, Yo, I'm making captain. Guess what? I never been assaulted. Uh. They, had a, they staged the fight in the mess on bust my lip. They caught me dead in the face. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, that's cold. <laughs> that's my first punch. They caught me. They caught me. I was bragging. They caught me. They caught me good. You know. And I still went back with my house. You know, and everything else. You know, mm. put an ice pack on. You know, and I was, was assaulted and, that time. And, and what was the second time? Second time was real bad, too. They knocked me out. Wow. A little short cat. You, somebody should have came up here bragging about that. But it was my fault again. Because mm-hmm. I got all in his face. Let me tell you something. You're only going to get one punch. You better make it your best. Because let me tell you something. You're playing with the wrong one. I'm telling you, you better. Next thing I know, I was knocked the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> Little short guy went out on oxygen. Oh, you know that was a big talk on the island. He got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Little cat. So, 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 so Puerto Rican knocked me out. 
You know what I'm saying? But I offered him. I said, yo, you're only going to get one. Mm. And I was with a bunch of people around COs around me. <laughs> yo, Did they whoop his ass? Huh? Did they whoop his ass? They used force against him, yeah. They used force against him. They used force to take him down. They used force against him. But no, I, I told him I it. had no beef with him. I never retaliated. I said, yo, I did it myself. Mm. I told you you only had one punch. I didn't think you would go for it. You know, like that. If that guy ever come up, he'll tell you the same story I just said. I never went after him. Mm. But they, whoop, they whooped his ass, though. No, they took him down. They used force against him. I'm like, <laughs> he didn't go out in the ambulance. I'll put it this way. He didn't go out in the ambulance. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go out in the ambulance. Hmm. Hmm. So that's my two assaults. Other than that, after that one, I know better. I'm not gonna get nobody face like take the hit. Nah, that was it. You know. So, so, so how did you? How did you tell us about the bloods and the, and the gangs? How did you get in? How did you not involved? But how, did you you watch the transition? I did. Tell us what you remember, because they said to, from, from the people that we had on here, they said the. Mm-hmm. The Latin kings and Latina Nietas were, you know, they were in numbers. There were a lot right. of them. That was there first. And then. They're the reason that the blood started, pretty much, yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. And then you had guys like, you know, like I said, uh, you know, So B with Stacey Knight, Killer Cab, all these guys, they said that even though they were wilding, you know, somebody came up with an idea to, to, to come together because, you know, to go against being oppressed, I guess. Exactly. But tell us what you remember. What I remember is. Uh, it's the UBN, United Blood Nation, mm-hmm. that they came up with, you know. And one guy was really giving us a lot of trouble, Sherman Adams, who was an adolescent. Sherman the Worm, they called him. Uh, and he gave a lot of problems. But, no, they all unified under that uh, United Blood Nation. But then they all had sets, you know, 939, uh, Gangster Killer Blood. They had so many different sets going on. But at one point, they was all unified. Right. But the bad part about the whole thing was that you had to cut somebody to be blood. Hmm. You had to blood in. You actually had to cut somebody. It got to a point where we had 150 slashings and stabbings a month. Wow. 150 people was getting wet. All right? And a lot of it was under that 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 blood nation stuff. You know what I'm saying? And But what it took place was that it went out into our street and it's not to communities. They was hmm. cutting people on a train as they was jumping off to be a, a, a blood person, you know? It was, and there was no real money or currency involved with this. <clears throat> they were just cutting up things, and, and, and it was pretty bad. No, not pretty bad, it was real bad. But do you remember seeing, I, I, I want you to take us through the steps of what you remember seeing, how and for, so did you, the Latin Kings, like what did you see, what was first, like from what you, you, you remember? Cause that's pretty the sure Latin Kings, the Latin Kings was first, as I remember. You know, they had mm-hmm. a, a good organization mm-hmm. and everything else where uh, that structure and and, and their cold words and and the retaliation, you know, anything uh, with them is that uh, they didn't cut each other to join them forces. If you was a, a, a Hispanic, you know, mm-hmm. you was down with them. You know what I'm saying? You just have to say you want to be down. Whatever dues they had to, pay, had to do, you know, but Nietas was basically the same thing, you know, easy going, everything else. You know, not making that much noise. That was a small lot of all the groups. Mm-hmm. But when the Bloods came around, it was like treacherous. I mean, when I made captain, we had to go around and start looking for them at this point. So with so many people getting slashed and stabbed, and, and back then they was able to, you know, they was wearing everything they wanted at that time in the, right. in the early days. They was wearing their gold, their Tims, this, you know, they was dressed up, you know. So to a point they was carrying all their flags, 
everybody was carrying their red bandanas and yeah. Latin Kings carrying their yellow and black, mm. you know, and Nietzsche's was white and black. So and they had their beads. They was flossing out there and just showing it and, and throwing up hand signs. But back then it was really hard for correction officers. We had to do congregate feeding. Meaning that you had to take a house out of 60 inmates or 120 and they have to pass another house in the hallway. Mm. Sometimes the, the feeding went on for hours because they was fighting all the time, attacking each other. Certain right. houses have to be separated from other houses. They can't be in a mess all at the same time. It was cold chaos at that point. Wow. It was chaos, but we had to go around. Each security team had to go around and start looking to identify them. And then we started making up cards for our officers to carry. And then we started getting them at the new emission state, looking for their burn marks on their shoulders, because the bloods would burn three marks on their shoulder. That would gave them to, you know, that. Or some actually put the, you know, UBN on there, mm -hmm. you know, or, or uh, the blood nation. What they did? We started identifying them right then, right. which gave us a big worth of information, because we was dealing with a 44. We had, they stayed there for 44 days, but we was dealing with 20,000 inmates coming in our system. 20,000. You know what kind of information you get as each one of these ones come in there? We get their AKA, we get the pictures, we get all their tattoos and everything else. Mm -hmm. So we was affiliated with the DEA, the FBI, police department. We sat with a, a whole host of people sitting down gathering information with us. They were trying to run a RICO case against the, the Bloods and everything else. You know. So do you recall like the, the, the Bloods actually getting started because of the Spanish... Ganging on them or... or... No, I, I wouldn't put it on them like that. They wasn't hurting them like that. They wasn't. They, they was looking for a reason, but they wasn't getting hurt. I mean, when I got in the job, I couldn't even believe they was Germans. <clears throat> I said, who, who are they talking about? Because, you know, they call them Germans. I said, I told my partner, who's the Germans? They said, it's the Puerto Ricans. I said, what's <laughs> they German for? But either way, it, they wasn't hurting them. They, that was no need. They was not going around beating up blacks. Because each guest that we had up here, that's part of the, the UBN that started it. And, you know, they say they're the founding members. They all said the same thing. They all said that they kind of had to join a brotherhood because the Spanish and the, the Latin community was coming at them so crazy. They had to kind of come together and, and stand their ground. I, I, I keep the stats. I know the numbers. It was not like that. No, mm -hmm. Unless it was underground. Okay. Warden, that, that's what say they all say. Warden, I have to I have to stop you. No, you don't. But you can bring it. I, I have to stop you. No, no, no I'm just right. saying because because and shout out to your beautiful wife. She's kind of agreeing with what the Bloods were saying. She's shaking her head. She's young. She's, <laughs> she's young. She don't know. She's kind of agreeing. She you were there from the beginning, stage, exactly. Warden. You were there from the beginning. The, the the rumor is, or what they're saying is that there was they were out. Even the Latin Kings themselves when I spoke to them told me that it was more of them than there were more than black people. It was more of them. There was a lot of them. That like every black person was about five Hispanic. This is what they told me. Black people told me so where did where where wait, wait. they would say they was outnumbering the blacks in jail? Yes, that's yeah. what they said. And Rikers or No C they wasn't. I never saw no stats like that. Or C ninety five I don't know. Maybe 95 had a lot of Hispanics, but I don't never remember them outnumbering the brothers in there. <laughs> never. I never saw no stats where it was more Hispanic. I mean, I, I mean, I can always go back and look it up and come back up here and tell you some real numbers. Let's go, Cap. My, really? You know, Let's go, oh, Warden. Talk. Shoot, but I never saw it like that. Come on. We're talking about they're trying to challenge you, huh? You can't challenge the Warden. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just the facts is that, no, they didn't outnumber them like that. They wasn't running around there with that nonsense like that. So why you think the why you think the blood started then? I think it was more of a uh, 
to me. Uh, no, I, it wasn't to protect yourself. That's out. Put that word out of your head. Really? Okay. It was not there to protect them against the Hispanics. All right? It wasn't that story. Okay. 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 I just think it was a mere fact that they wanted some kind of organization of their own to call them. That's how I'm looking at it. They want something they can have, like the Net Nietzsche's had something. And like and, Kings. And, and, and the Kings had something. They wanted something. They wanted something of their own they can call. They had, they had five percenters, but that's a whole different group by itself. Right. And the Muslims is a whole different group. These other cats wanted some thug stuff going on. That's how that came about, if you ask me. Because let me tell you something. When you want to tell some grown men to make a movie for you, and that term, make a movie, that means make violence happen for you, that day, you know, that ain't slick. What's that mean? Go make violence. And you're not telling them to go get the Hispanics. You're letting them get anybody. They wasn't just making a movie on Hispanics. They were doing other brothers who wasn't down with their nation. The, the, you know the, what I'm saying? That's what the story was. They wasn't getting down for theirs and they did say that brotherhood. They said that. They said that also. They said that anyone, the, the, food, the whole food comment. If, if, you, if you weren't part of a gang, that you were food. That's right. That's the term they use. That's food. They'll eat you. You're food. He didn't That's mention that. They, did. they didn't do that. But, but, but they all mentioned that they was they joined the game because of the the, the Spanish. Though. But what I'm getting from I don't know why. But I, I'm, what I'm getting from the warden is that he said, and I call you warden. You know, the problem. What I'm getting from him is that he's saying that he thinks, in his opinion, right. And these guys are my friends. Salute, not my friends. Salute to them. He called them haters. <laughs> in kind words, basically kind. saying that in kind words, not disrespecting, mm -hmm. but saying that basically this is how I'm taking it as Go being ahead. young. Basically saying that they saw an organization that were in numbers, in unity, and they wanted something of their own. Mm -hmm. But in their minds, to defend them and each one of them, they must have talked to each other in jail. They had a lot of time mm -hmm. to come up Most with definitely. some, to come Most up with a reason <laughs> to say that we were being oppressed. They wasn't oppressed. They was rocking all the jewelry and the drugs and everything else up in that piece. They was oppressed. By them, no, it didn't happen. Don't look at her like oh, she don't know history. No, because yeah. now I want to see the expressions that because she, like, she like, making a lot of faces. Her expressions get to you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. She can make a face what she wants. She wasn't rocking at that. Mm -hmm. I don't even. Yeah, she would. She was a baby in the nineties. Okay, eighty nine. She's a baby. She don't know about that part. And you. Oh, this is this is this is this is this is, uh, this is oh man this, this is new. Sometimes we gotta have some of those guests up here at the same time, like the warden and Kev. You know what I'm saying? Like sitting here to kind of get the. But they all love him. They, yeah, nah. yeah, they have to because I was fair to them. They all can tell you I was fair to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Across the board, all organizations. Bring it up. Go ahead. Mm. Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it to me. Go ahead. Tell me what that. Listen, I was going. I, I, I was on here this one. I was on the phone. Right. They said there was two. They said, uh, officer named Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Did did was crooked and they said Bailey was crooked. Now a Hispanic man told me this. The blacks were saying that yo Bailey did his shit, man, but he 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 looked out for his people. That's what they told me. I don't know how these rumors started. I'm just saying Not that these, these are recently of what I heard. All I just right. spoke because you know I spoke to a Latin king, and this is what he said to me. He All said, right. "Yo, man, he'll put." Sanchez, if he'll put, I don't know who Sanchez is. Are you, are you familiar with their name? I know some names. Like, yeah, this last yeah, uh, Okay. He'll put a black person, if he gave trouble, into a Latin king house. And they said, you will put a Latin king into a blood house if they gave you trouble. What do you have to say for those things? Let me say this, okay? When we was in security, we cl claimed clearly there's no blood house and ain't no Latin king house. Mm. Okay, we'll put you where you, 
Well, no, we, he's talking about the camera. That, 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 that we one good? is on. It's different cameras. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, we put you where you want. Was it some houses predominantly uh, Hispanic? I mean, dominantly uh, bloods in this side? Yeah, it was. But we expect anybody we put in there, no one can tell you I put them in a the house and they got cut. Y'all put some Hispanic guy that had more bloods than Latin kings in there. He, he met the classification. It ain't like I took him from a classification of a murderer and put him in there with some street walkers. They had the same classification. And I just didn't do it to his, I did it to anybody who thought they was bigger than the, the whole thing. Mm. We, nobody ain't bigger than us. The house will never lose. I used to tell them that roll call. We the house and we never lose. But then, Autumn, but that means you did that intentionally, though. You're admitting that. I have no problem doing it intentionally. It wasn't no punishment. You should be able to live in any house with your classification. Mm, but the wow. point is, they let me tell you something. They didn't violate me. If I put somebody in that house, he, he's like, oh, B. They wouldn't say, oh, he's a Latin king. You can't put him here. They can't tell me where to put him. He's the same classification. And know what I tell him? And you better not touch him. So that guy can tell you, yeah, I put him in there. Ask him, did he get touched? Did he get blood? Did he get stabbed? They won't do that to me. Like they said, I, I was filled with all of them. And if I took somebody out the bing and this and that, or they gave me weapons to take somebody out the bing, the thing went down like this. Don't go out this bing and make no noise. Don't make me look bad. Hmm. Don't go out there. But then again, I told them the other part this. If your life depends on it, you have to do what you have to do, too. Oh, hold up. It, it don't work both ways. I'm going to tell him not to do nothing. His life depends on it? <laughs> nope. It worked both ways. But it never happened that way. Water, what you talking about? I'm telling the truth. I'm saying like this. I can tell them to be good in this and that. But I'm not going to tell him be no trick Warden, either. Warden, what are you, you saying? I'm not telling him be no trick. Warden, wait. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Let's slow down a little bit. So, you told people if they life depend on it, they have to defend themselves. Of course. What, what made you feel that way? He said it. Well, no, no, that's self-defense, though. No one made me feel that way. self-defense. Real life make me feel that way. I told him clearly. Do I, it's just like my offices. I tell my offices, we're having a great month. We have no slashings or stabbings. Let's get through these last eight hours. All right? Mm -hmm. And on that last eight hours, one of my offices jumped between somebody who had a, a weapon and stabbed somebody. I mean, I honored him. My soldiers was great. I honored him and told him that. But the next thing I told him, it's not that important to me. Don't you get stabbed trying to give me my good numbers. Don't get me stabbed because mm. I want a zero for the month. You know what I'm saying? So you don't jump in front of no weapons because I went to roll call and said, this is our last eight hours. Let's hold it down. So, yo, know, that officer was brave and everything else. I gave him accommodation. He did well and everything else. But I don't want nobody to do that for me. Your job is to identify who stabbed him and where the weapon was at. So you based your actions, your mentality off of real life. That's this is real life there. things. But also, but the thing I want to say to you also, and, and you know, with all due respect, is that you did say earlier that you were for, you know, the whole uh, follow Malcolm X. You want to be an FOI, right? Oh, yeah. I'm pro-black. Yeah, so pro-black. So going into it, can you see how somebody may say, because that's the first, every black blood or anybody that came up here said that, it's the man right there. He did his shit. But I don't know why they say he did his shit. We'll get into that. But that's the man. He <laughs> fucked with his people. Now, but how about how about the Hispanics? How I would dealt with them fairly. Come on. I love... Let me tell you something. It's all about everybody. I did not... I don't know how they're going to say that. Some of the Hispanics have to tell them I love them. I did a lot for them. Mm -hmm. e easily. I don't go that way. You couldn't go that way and think you're going to run a jail. 
If they believe that, and I went to every, when I walked, I walked to every house and every building I worked at. I walked into every housing area before I went home. Every house knew me, and every inmate knew I didn't play that. I don't play my officers calling you out of name. I don't play my officers taking okay. your phone away from you. I don't play none of that. My officers used to be saying, uh, the inmates used to say DBS in 95. DBS, that meant that barely said. And some of my people took that to task. If you don't hear from me, don't listen to this inmate. A captain took it to task. An inmate going to tell a captain, uh, DBS said I don't have to go to court. And the captain fell into it. I had to go to roll call and say, listen, we'll lock this whole jail out and find this inmate. We're going to send him to court. But no, my name was ringing bells because I was always proactive. And when I made gang intelligence, that was ridiculous. Because now I have governor of all the jails, yeah, on I, and off island. I'm looking, I'm looking at now. You know, yeah, I yeah. had all governance. But I didn't have governance and gang intelligence to take anybody out the bing and put them out. I took people out of my jail when I worked there at 95, I mean, HDM. And kept them in my jail. I couldn't send them back to their parents' jail. You know what I'm saying? Where they did that violence at. I ate it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get the weapons out the facility. So let's talk about the weapon thing. Because we had a guy named Kevin Davis, which mm -hmm. they call Killer Kev. I sent you the links. Yeah, I saw it. He said that a guy named Tata, or Tata brother Troy, or whatever, gave you five bangers to bail him out the box. Yeah. Yeah, I took those bangers. I, if possible, yeah. I negotiated with a lot of people. I got cuff keys. I got bangers. Come on, I got razors. Shh. Let me tell you something. We did orientation every day. So, and okay. know what my orientation I used to tell them? Mm. I said, let me tell you something. If that guy's smoking and you're not smoking, you need to tell on him. He got a weapon and you don't have a weapon, you need to tell on him. And then I used to tell him how to tell. I said, tell your mother to call me and say, this is Virginia in two block. Five Cell got all the drugs. I told him, I'll mm. turn you on to anything. Don't just tell me what's going on in jail. Tell me what's going on in the street. Your man didn't come up and said, tell me, I'll turn you on to the FBI, local police, and everything else. I, we did that every day. And every other jail had to follow what we did. Anybody new came to the jail, you gave them orientation. And guess what? We didn't take no for answer. You came from up north, you come down here, tomorrow, I don't need to go no orientation. We sent a squad to come get you to hear what I had to tell you. And mm. some of these guys asked when everything was over. And I said, you want to tell me? Shake my hand and pass me the note. Drop it on the floor and I'll pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'll get you what you need to get. One guy after me now said, get to the FBI. I was frightened at that time. I really didn't have a hookup with the FBI. But he knew a number to the FBI. You know, and I just got them together. So the network was trying to get everybody to work together. I used to call them my secret squirrels. You know, to this day, people laugh at me and say, I, I hate it, Bailey and his secret squirrels. Because my secret squirrels told on everybody. If my staff is doing something wrong, tell. I want to know that, too. You know what I'm saying? I came fair across the board. So ain't no one can say I was just pro-black, uh, not uh, a pro-Latino or white or this and that. Everybody got a fair hand for me. And when the house act up, I did exactly what the tough guys do in the house. I go in there, I turn the TV to Channel 13. And so everybody's going to look at Bob the Builder. The TV is broken. It can't come off Channel 13. <laughs> and it had to stay on Channel 13. T t tell us about the time, the first time you took weapons. Like, how did that happen? What made you come up with that idea? It didn't come out there. It was a, a, a thing going on prior to me being security captain. Or we're down the line. You, hello? Or with that, and I didn't make that taking weapons. You think I made that up? I no, that's, I didn't that's make that up. That's just, that's just it was ongoing practice prior to me being in security. You mean just in 19, uh, 
90 something we just start doing that no i'm not the only one i always hear my name mentioned on these podcasts barely yeah you get barely five weapons 10 weapons and, and he'll get you out the bing but when i got you out the bing you you had to be good man you ain't just getting out the bing to make more ha ha you know mayhem in my building or whatever building you was in mm. i wasn't going for that mayhem uh -uh. I, I need to go through the steps so let's t the bing is what computer segregation lockdown 23 hours okay and what would, what can get somebody in the bing? Oh, a lot of different things. Disrespect to staff, court with contraband, mm. refusing to let me lock your cell. Uh, again, it was a, lot, a big rule book. It was a big rule book. We can pick out something out of there that you did. You know, and it depends mm. what the adjudication captain will give you. 10, 20, 30, you know. What was the most days you gave somebody in the bing? I couldn't give them anybody. I had infractions. I gave them 45. And I used to show the inmate who I lived in my housing here. I said, this infraction is good for 45 days. The only thing I have to do is put your name in it. Because you're doing the same thing this kid did. You know what I'm saying? I kept mm -hmm. my infractions that was good and powerful mm -hmm. and put it up in the window and let them know. You can get the same thing. So somebody put you on to like, yo, there's a way to get weapons out the house. That's, that's, that's the main reason. Let's get weapons out the house to keep the violence the, down. The violence down. That's the main thing. Oh, Keep the definitely. violence out of the house, especially as a captain at the time. Or what were you, an officer? Captain? No, I, I couldn't do it as an officer. I didn't have that kind of clout. Oh, as but a, as, a captain, as, as a captain. As a captain. So, so you know, all right, so, and that's the main thing. So you were able to, somebody want their peoples out, you were, you were like, yo, look. No, I didn't go shake them. They had to come to me. I didn't go knocking on doors. Mm. No, no, I didn't go solicit that. No, they had to come to me. You know what I'm saying? You can't solicit. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. They came to me and said, yo, my man is in there. You know, this is what he did be. We got him. He ain't going to make no noise. You know, we got these bangers and everything else. We got a cuff key or, or, or this and that, you know. A cuff key? How the hell do they get cuff keys? Uh, I can show you in my bag. I can show you how they got cuff keys. Wow. You know? Can I snatch my bag? Yeah, sure, sure. Let me snatch sure. my bag. I should have got some cuff keys. Okay. You know, but I want that kind of stuff. Everybody want it. In a second, I'm going to read you some numbers that's amazing. Yeah, you can say, yeah, all right. The end justify the means. Mm. All right, the end justified the means. That's a good term. You look at him like that. Do you like it? I like this guy, man. The end justified the means. You want to see the numbers? Yeah, what the? All right. This is some x-rays we took. And again, we can't take no x-rays to no one unless they agree to it, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, they couldn't clear the machine or they couldn't clear the boss chair because we got something called the boss chair that will tell me if you have something up your butt, in your mouth, cheeks, and everything else. And these courageous guys said, I'll take a... I take an x-ray because I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. You see that razor? Yep. But you know that razor is not just up there floating. You know they got a, a rip tie on it, right? They put a piece of string on it. Can you hold it to that camera? Just they put it. a piece of string on it, and they have to pull it out because the razor's just floating in your body. Don't scare me. They had to wrap it up in a, a holster and everything else. Mm -hmm. And that little yeah, string behind yeah. And you know we couldn't do no Bend cavity searches. Bend it down to that Yeah, there you go. We couldn't do no cavity searches. Remember, we can't tell a man to bend over and spread his cheeks. All right. I do see a razor in there. All right. You can see these, right? Well, show, show it to no, me no. first. Let me see. Oh, what the? Simple bobby pins. Simple oh, bobby the... pins they slammed up in their butt. Right there, yeah. You see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, show it to me. Okay. All right. A simple bobby pin. How about this one? This is the gold mine. You can't see it. That's the gold mine. It's, it's dark. Slam a cuff key up. Oh, oh, oh okay. That's wow. the gold mine. That's what we want. You know? Wow. That's what we want. I got a shank up in somebody's butt, too. We putting shanks up in there. All right? We came a long way. We came a <laughs> long way. You know the biggest way we came? 
Can I, look at this shank. Here goes shank. You see how straight that shank is? You wow. Your butt? Yeah. This is a shank right here. That's a long shank that you put up your your butt. All right, so I, I have a question. This is this might sound yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at that too. Show us because you know people. We ain't gonna have people. Uh, come, come, come out a little bit. Come, come close a little bit. All right, here we go. See, man, yeah, the lights. Come in, the, the razor one. That's the razor up there. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's wow. Good. Up there. Up there. Okay. So, 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 you know, I didn't want to ask the, the guys when they were here. I feel like it was kind of, you know, it was a little sus, but like, how well, does the that. I said that. I heard him say it on your thing, your podcast. No, man. He cleaned it off after he took it out his ass. I heard him. But, but, but like, how does it, like, how does it work when, when, when they have it there? They can't really do certain things now because, like, they, they can cut their insides and. Uh, no, those are wrapped up in holsters. You ain't putting no raw rays up in your ass. But even, st even, even, st I don't know. That's just crazy. Nope. Man. It's a holster. You have a holster on everything you saw there. Because you like you said, it's funny. Rip your ass taking that out. That's what I'm saying. They had a rip cord. And when we ask them to squat, you can see the string hang out if they don't slant, you know, put it in their ass right. Right, right. But we can't ask them to spread their cheeks back. You know, that ain't not, we can't do that. Lift their nuts and everything. We can't tell them to spread your cheeks. That's that's risky. Those are weapons carrying. One guy had like a whole pack up there, a pack of fives up in his ass. I'm like, yo, what's. So let me ask you a question. Did they condemn you or try to be upset? Because they try to make it seem like it's a bad thing. What's a bad thing? They try to make it seem like taking like, weapons was a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, like when I I'm read getting the bangers, right? Like, yeah, getting the bangers. I don't. I think it's genius. I mean, it, if you ask me personally, like, okay, I see what you, you know, from your side of the spectrum, what you have to do. You know what I mean? But then you also admitted to me privately that it backfired one time when you took, you know, you. you oh, it did. Can you tell us that story? All right, they, uh, they. they they bank, they bailed somebody out, you know, no names and no bills and everything yeah. else. And when they bailed them out, and they thought he was cool with them, they that same night they aired him out. That was a setup bailout. He didn't know it was coming either. He didn't know it was coming, but he made it. He lived through it and everything else. And that was my last day of anybody being bailed out, okay? He 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 it was a man up. He took it like yo. You know, but he made it to the clinic. I have to give them all of that, man. All of these guys make it to the clinic. No matter how many scars they may have. He you got hit badly. Oh, he got hit. He got hit. They, you know, I got that call right away at home. Yo, B, your boy got hit. I said, what? Who got hit? You better get up here. And you had to get up there? Oh, you think I didn't? I was going calling away. We had escapes. I'd be there 24 hours. You know, I, they gave me a car. I had a company car since I've been a captain. Lights and sirens. Oh, I had it all, man. I had it all. I had it all as coming up. But then again, I made big things for the department. Me and the department went a long way. You know, mm -hmm. we got a lot of recognition of what we was doing across the nation. Okay? Across the nation. I mean, at one point, uh, I had somebody from Alaska call me. Fairbanks, Alaska? Mm -hmm. Talking about he got a blood problem up there. Mm. So what's his problem up there with the bloods? You know, and I said, I, I'll deal with you. You sent me uh, uh, some correspondence with your jail and everything on it. He sent it. He sent me some correspondence and said, yo, Alaska got problems. And I said, oh, by all means, we'll help you. We'll help you. You know, what we was helping them with, 
with the mere fact that we was able to get all the information. Can we see that? Oh, you can look at it like that. Mm. All right, you look at that. That's the cover. But, you know, you have to go through all this thing words. Yeah. I can tell you what happened. We got all their code words and everything else. Mm. Like this one code word they had, which was very impressive to me, was called Attica. Mm. And when a blood who was a high-ranking blood, a 101, because, you know, their, their codes was like a 101, 102. That gave you the rank in their organization. When they yell Attica, that means tear that cat up. Mm. That means tear him up. Not you in court and the judge is there and I yell Attica, you better rip him. Wow. With that simple word. Okay? All right? And, and we got the Latin Kings really good. We got all their code words. And I'm going to tell you, the Latin King leader... The leader of the Latin Kings? The one that's in the feds now. Hello. Supermax. Hello. <laughs> and you know what his confinement was? I got an article to show you this, too. You know what his confinement was? The judge said, listen here, you're not allowed to write no one else. Because he put a lot of kites out there to get people killed in New York. You are not allowed to write no one else. You're going to go in the Supermax jail. You are not going to use the phone and everything else. And the judge said, that's going to be confinement for the rest of your life. And the guy protest and everything else. And then he finally said, all right, I'm going to let you be able to talk to two people. All right? I got a picture of it. He told him he can talk to the Unabomber and the Oklahoma bomb. Those are two people he can talk to. And he can't whisper. He has to talk to them real loud. Was that a confinement? And he's in a supermax jail. He's in a supermax jail. So that's how hard they came down on him. You knew him? You met him before? I never met him. But this is the correspondence we got from him. And you know, as a Latin king, what do they do? They write on yellow and black. And you mm. know, as the blood will cross out are we, all uh, the seas. Uh, uh, are these private paperwork? That, that, that... There ain't nothing private about that. That's okay. easy stuff. I, I'm just saying. I, I, I just want to show you the fact that uh, it was bad. It was bad. I just want to show you how the picture looked. With this Latin king incarcerated like that, and he only can talk to two people. So, I mean, who papers it? Who, who, we, they we, did that outside in, this in the world. We captured it and everything else, and they gave the whole write up, but that guy's doing real time. He is. Supermax, yeah, they told chill. me. That shut them down. But really, what shut everybody down is when we start taking their gold away from them and their clothes and their sneakers. El Grito and, de and Los Reyes. Blood's last word. King Roman is suspended from being a king. Powers is taken away from the nation. There's a guy that they told me that they banned from being a, a Latin king. Let me tell you something. They had know. so much going on for them at that point in the 90s. Wow. Look at this. Lord, you know. All right. This is the, the New Yorker who oh, gave him a big write-up. Look at <laughs> this, this write-up. They gave, they gave him a big bite. Right. Man, you got all this stuff. What's up, man? That's what we was dealing with back then in the 90s. I came here to talk about the 90s, how off the chain yeah, they was. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. I just want to show, man. Yo, he ain't playing, man. Did you check the camera? Make sure I got everything right. Secrets of the King. This is legal. It's legal. Make sure it's Is this legal right here? Show the cover. Show the cover. You can show yeah, that. Right yeah, put that right. thing over the DOC bar right there. Look. Right there. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. Show it. That's okay. some writings they did. Okay. Uh, 
I'm retired. These are my these are my memoirs when I write my book. It's the it's right on white. It's called the kind of mm. catch it. Uh, this is that this is the uh, New Yorker saying that we was gonna explode, and I'm gonna tell you why they said we was gonna explode. Again, just talking about the 90s, okay? January of 1990, we had 160 people slashed or stabbed. February, 121. March, 151. April, 112. May, 133. June, 142. July, 131. August, 123. Uh, September, 114. October, 122. Uh, November, 113. December, 107. That gave us a total of 1,547 people in the 90s getting slashed and stabbed. Okay, and we started taking weapons and all that other stuff we did. We took their shoes away from them. We mm -hmm. took their jewelry. We took their clothes away from them. And then we started giving them these sneakers. That back then in, in the 90s, when I started giving these out, I was calling them Air Giuliani's. These were the tough <laughs> guys had to wear. No more Tim's, no more Air, none of that stuff. So we took a lot of the elements away that they were stabbing each other for to begin with. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then we look over there. Then we look nine years later, January, eight slashings. February 9, March 6, April 8, May 5. Now, come on. We're coming from 130. Now we're down mm. to five. And this is, the population is 14,000. We had 14,000 as a population. We had Marbell open. We had two prison ships open. Hmm. We had uh, uh, the brig open. We had everything on Rikers Island open. We was double bunking beds as these cats was coming in so fast. Okay, we had a giant population. We had the bloods going wild, and there was blood set tripping and doing all that other stuff. But when we start taking everything away and, and increasing our searches and, 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 and posing the officer with the responsibility that they was in charge again, mm -hmm. it all turned around. For that year, we only had 94 for a whole year. For the whole year, Department of Correction made the cover of Police Magazine. And they used to say, if you didn't have a correction officer as a friend, you didn't have no friend in investigations because mm. we had a captured population that was willing to talk. They was willing to talk. I don't care. All that slick said they saw We had so many people, which I call secret squirrels again, willing to communicate. And clearly we told them, tell on anybody. So that first year, with, with, with all the slashing, were there mostly bloods that, that were doing the, the cuts? Oh, yeah. In the 90s, those bloods opening people up. Mm. The Crips never even got a, a ground in that jail, period. The Crips never had nothing going on in there. Hmm. So mainly it was the bloods blooding in and then blooding out. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's some uh, DVDs out there, Scarface for Life and this and that. It, with a lot of the, that gruesome stuff. But I have to say what we did in there, we turned it all around. Right. All right? We turned it around. And today population is 6,000. Imagine that. They're closing out all these jails. The H is closed. Hmm. GRVC is closed. You know what I'm saying? The prison, one of the prison, we don't, we don't have a large population, 6,000. The world is changing. Ain't nobody gang tripping in there no more. Ain't no Bloods or Latin Kings or Nietes. Ain't nobody claiming anything in there. No one's claiming nothing. I mean, at this point, with, with this guy, the Latin King leader going in, 
and all the bloods went up and everything else, it, we, we crushed them, you know? We truly crushed them to a point where ain't nobody want to throw a flag up. And then we took their flags to begin with. No more flags, no more beads, no more bandanas. Oh, that's gone. You want to identify each other? Hmm. You better throw that hand sign up. And every officer knew. You saw a hand sign? Document it. Document and put them in the system. Why did they accuse you of being allegedly saying that you were part of the gang? They wrote an article that said that you They were did. The a big article. Now, I can't believe some of the stuff I went through in my career. I'm in charge of the gang intelligence unit, okay? As a captain, as an ADW, and a DW. I lived in that unit, okay? I lived doing security for my whole career. And when the, the Daily News put that two-page article out on me and went upstate to see somebody, a.k.a. Doughboy, to confirm that I'm blood, hmm. that's so ridiculous as much as I was taking them down. Let me tell you what the bloods used to do. They used to do uh, uh, goodbye slashings before they went up north. Because mm -hmm. remember, anything they did in the jail system, they never got arrested for before. You, you cut somebody in jail, you was no arrest. It was like, all right, you cut them. Wow. You got an infraction. Well, under the leadership of Carrick and Frazier and, and some good good supervisors ahead of me, they put it in order. Said, "No, we're going to arrest them. If they if it's a crime outside, it's going to be a crime in here." Hmm. So when we started arresting them, that slowed everything down too. But I was the main one doing it. I went on. We got this one guy off the bus when he was going up north. He cut somebody that night. He got on the bus to go up north. Thought it was over. We turned that bus around, hmm. and we got up there. And said, "Yo, Black, where you at? You're under arrest." Wow. We didn't do things like that. We was some dynamic stuff we was doing in the gang intelligence unit. But that changed all of that. But why would they tell us what made the story? Why Why would they <laughs> accuse you? Because, you know, the articles are here. Why would Good. they accuse you of being a blood? Why would they accuse you out of all people saying, well, Emmanuel Bailey is a blood? How did that come into fruition? What <laughs> happened? I don't know how that happened. So I don't you, know. Why would they say that? I never wore no colors. I have no tattoos of a dog on me or anything else. Sure. I have none of that stuff. And everybody know that I was straightforward all the time. I made every roll call. I mean, none of my staff members never make no allegations against me. But why he did it, I have no idea. Maybe because I had their respect. But I had the Latin Kings respect, too. I had everybody respect because I never crossed none of them. I never called them out a name. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and I tell you clearly, I didn't put nobody in peril. I mean, I said believe it, and I still believe it. We told everybody. We have no houses that's just blood. Mm. You know, if you think you got a blood, you better let us know because we're going to flip it. And we had a list in every house. How many bloods you had in your house? How many Latin kings you had in your house? How many motorcycle gangs? You're making posses, okay? We had that listed in every house where we know what the breakdown was. And we let, I mean, I let no one claim no house. That house belonged to us. You know, I told my officers, they, they know, they, most of my officers was the best officers I ever worked with. There's a story going around that, uh, I don't know if it happened on Rikers, but like somebody's grandmother got cut on the visiting floor. Somebody's girl got cut. Do you remember those type of stories yes, happening? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because I'm getting ready to go and see the guy, his, his grandmother got cut. I, 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 a guy I, named I, Scully. He said his grandmother got cut on the visiting floor. They uh, did that. As a matter like, of fact, some mothers used to call down another inmate for they can get cut. They did that grimy stuff, and we started arresting the visitors, too. Wow. They did, they did something on PIX on me where we was going, all the visitors that was coming out there, what we did was start running them for warrants. Any visitor that came to see you, we ran them for warrants, and mm. warrants was popping up on them. Mm. And we were arrested right when they came off the visit floor. But some people, their loved ones, would call their son enemy down to the floor for they can touch him. And you witnessed that. 
It happened. I mean, I wasn't on the floor, but I mean, I had to respond to it. Hmm. It, 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 it was... Hmm. The subculture is great in there, man. Like I said, they slamming weapons. They doing stuff that... Oh, what that is was, subculture? What are you talking about? The culture that we have in the street where you wouldn't be putting nothing in your butt, okay? That culture where you have the ability to start putting in butt. And more than anything, just to swallow and come back. Somebody swallowed some drugs on a visit, and they came back and just started drinking uh, a shampoo. Mm-hmm. And I asked another man, I said, yo, what's wrong with him? Do I put a psych referral on him? And the inmates are going to tell me, no, he's trying to regurgitate the drugs he got. I'm like, I'm the CEO. Why are you telling me the real story? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I called up on him. Mm-hmm. I called up and got the captain down there right away. Let me tell you something. As an officer for the two and a half years I was there, I had one stabbing. And evidently, they thought the guy they put up the stab was real cool with me because I spoke to his mother on the phone. I spoke to him. And then listen, after he stabbed him, I hit the alarm. I pointed him out. I said, he did it. And he slid the weapon under that cell. And all of them, OB, that's wrong, man. Why you do that? I'm looking at them and so said, why you ask me why I did that? Hmm. I, I'm the police. I used to tell the inmates the same thing every time. Don't be on my side. I'm not pointing people out and saying, he's all right and he's all right. You're not on my side. Take that camera from me. Don't help me. Mm-hmm. They, I, they, I played it to, by the rules all my career. For them to, to allege that and, and me to be in a unit like that, a gang intelligence unit, none of us had any, any kind of qualms about what we did. If you so, did something dirty, you, you got it. You got so, the arrest and everything else. Okay, so you wake up one day, they accuse you of being part of a gang. Did you sue them? Did you press charges? Or no, just... I learned from my union president that they have, uh, I have a pen, and they got barrels of ink. They got barrels of ink. Mm-hmm. You know, me fighting them would be like fighting the empire, and that's what it was. What I learned in my career is I rolled all that off my back. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, the DA uh, wiretapped me for a couple of months. I, I was looking for that letter to bring it up here. They wiretapped me, and uh, when I read the letter, I said to myself, uh, I went to my chief of the department and uh, chief of operations. I said, you know anything about this? They said no, and they joked around and said, uh, don't be calling me. I didn't take nothing that funny. I went back, and my team said, are you going to call the DA? I said no. I never called the DA to say why you wiretapped me for these couple of months. I didn't do anything. You can wiretap me for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna but get water, me. But water, let's, let's, you know, and I try to, and I'm happy that you are the type of person that you are because you're not, you're, I could tell, you know, either either you're a great liar, a great storyteller. <laughs> no, let's be honest. Let's call it what we call it. All right, call or it. Or you're telling the truth. You know what I mean? There's always two sides of the story. You're very honest. That's why you have nothing to hide. That's why I, I don't. You know, I rock about you. The thing is, you know, they were saying, you, you did earlier, you admitted to me uh-huh. that if your profile matches the description, I'm putting you in there. Yeah, I might have put a Latin king or, or I might put more people, but the way you put it makes sense for your, if you understand what I'm saying, it makes yeah. sense. It would make sense. Mm-hmm. But people would take it as you were doing it intentionally. But remember... Nobody ever got cut when I put them in a house like that. Mm, That's the that. biggest thing I can yell about. You get somebody up here and say, be he put me in the house so I can get stabbed yeah, up and that. air me out. Nobody ain't going to air no, nobody they out. That. They didn't say you did that. They didn't say, they didn't say nobody They said they were put in an uncomfortable situation. Yes. That's, That's what they, they was put in. Mm-hmm. All right? But this is jail, right? And I'm telling you, this is your classification. 
You want to be down there with Chicky and everybody and live lovely and this and that, or whoever you want to be with. It don't work that way. You ain't going to disrespect my staff and think you're going to live. Facts. Mm. Nobody will disrespect my, and I told my team that. I, I love you. They can't diss you. Before I let somebody go to commentary, I asked the officer, they cool? They good? Before I give them a haircut, they cool? They good? Mm. I never ruled that because when I come in there, they're going to kiss my ass for a couple of minutes. I got the white shirt on. I had to make sure my officers are right. You know, my officer said, you cool, you're good. And you disrespect my officers and think you're going to respect me? No. It ain't happening. I'll shut down this whole jail. I know mm. what I used to like to tell them? Mm. I have a no-knock, 24-hour search warrant. And I like executing them. Mm. So I can not search you. They all used to a 3 o'clock search, a 2 o'clock search. I can search you anytime I want. And my biggest tool was taking their phone away from them. Hmm. How can I take that phone? Rules and regs say you're only supposed to get six minutes. You can call your attorney, but I have to call your attorney and make sure he's your attorney before I give you the phone. Nobody want to see your rock of that phone. You know, because I heard some guys say, I got a half now on a phone. I want it more. I made sure everybody got on a phone in my house. I ran my phone, and I ran the feeding. Nobody got an air tray. You know what an air tray is? No food on it. They just give them an empty tray, and you are deducted on it. You want to take it and not say nothing. Because back then in the 90s, we served them fried chicken every Sunday with ice cream. Fried hmm. chicken, pork chops. They was living lovely. You know they don't get that no more. They got a healthy diet. No more fried food. No more french fries. No more fried chicken. Things <laughs> changed this year. <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait. How can you say that... Lord, say it. How can you say that you ran the phones when a lot of people were going through issues with the phones? You better ask them in my house. Wait, ask if they had issues in Bailey House. And any house I went to. Ask any house I went. I went to one house, the inmates was barking on me. Yo, what's wrong with you? Leave these gates open. We get to cross over all night. I said, what? I said, no, you can't cross over. That's not rules and regs. You yo, wait till the captain get here. I said, wait till the captain get here. And the captain got here and told me. He said, yo, leave the gates open. I said, leave the gates open. I said, I got no problem with that, Cap. Can you put that in my logbook? Hmm. You think he put it in my logbook? <laughs> he ain't no fool. He whispered to the inmates, don't worry, he'll never work here again. And when he left, I told the inmates, see, the gates are not open. <laughs> I read, they didn't want to see me at their house because I read that. I ran the phone. Well, explain what does the gates leave the gates Oh, the gates mean this. You got the A side and B side. It might be different classifications. Mm -hmm. The A side might be a high side and the B side might be a medium side. You can't explain to the warden or anybody how somebody from the B side got to the A side and stabbed this guy up. And made it back to his side. Because we had the sea gates, we call. Which you open this gate and you open that gate and it was free movement. But you only open one gate at a time in real life for them to go in there, wash their stuff, get some hot water. He gets out and then you open this, the other side. They didn't post to cross over. Hmm. They didn't post to cross over. But you guys allowed them to cross over sometime? That's up to them. I'm not catching the bag. They caught me out there one time. No, that stopped. All that stopped because I used to leave their gates open and everything else, and everybody get a phone call when the captains walk. Yo, the captains walk. And then you say, all right, everybody look out. Let me lock the gates. The captain is coming. One guy cursed me out. Fuck the captain and fuck you. I said, what? Fuck me and the captain. <laughs> and after that day, we only lived on options. Nobody's cell got left open like that. Tell us the gangs you remember in the 90s that were there. Yo, Latin we, King, Bloods, we, Nietas. No, we had the uh, the the white boys, the Irish Westies, and and eights. Uh, we had real gangsters. You know that one building. We had the CMC Maxes in there. 
we had, yo, they, they was killers. I mean, Jamaican Posse, it was way, yo, it was a number again. Jamaican Posse, the Westies, uh, you, you know, Fat Cat was in there, a couple of cats that was in there, heavy uh -huh. bangers. Day one, day one, I was a new captain. We went in there for a cert, then it was a fight. The other new captain with me got cut in his back, 80 stitches. I heard about that. 80 stitches! I called my wife back there. I said, yo, I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm in the H. You know what the H look like? That's old Cagney. Three tears, rolling gates and everything. Yo, mm. loud and noisy. And it's one officer for 75 inmates. What is the H? Can you break it, break it down for people? HDM. That, that was the HDM. JATC, they called right. it. At one point, it was CPSU. You know, we had half that building being CPSU was punitive segregation. They centralized it and put them in that building. You know, and that's where they sent me after I graduated from uh, uh, the academy again, being a captain. I didn't volunteer for that assignment. They, they, they sent me there. So what is HDM for? Who was it for? It was for Who High Max. You was High Max. They had no dorms. Nobody had no dorms there. We had all concrete, solid cells. And I'm telling you, three high, three high on both, yo, concrete. First couple of cells. And that's what made everything bad for them. Because the first couple of cells can see TV until 1 o'clock. And anytime something happened, those are the gangsters. And you know, you can't be a chump to have those first three cells. Mm. And that's the first three people we come to. Something happened in the house. You know what I'm saying? Not that you ran the house, but in the same token, you looking at TV all night. You can't be looking at TV all night and have this house go, wow. You know what I'm saying? It was peer pressure. We didn't want nobody bagged up and packed up on a bridge bleeding. But the matter of fact, y'all men have to learn how to live together. I used to always tell inmates about genocide. They didn't know that word. They knew about homicide and suicide. But I educated them. I said, you know what genocide is? Um, I said, you're killing your race. Look who you're killing in here, man. Look what you're coming after. I had mm. a lot of people change their life. But when you say that, that goes to show why people think that you are... A blood? <laughs> not even a blood. No, let's leave the blood out of it. Oh, let's leave part the blood of a gang? Not, no, no, not a part of the gang. Mm. Pro-black. I am. Ain't no doubt I about am, but that. This is, but this is why they, they come up with it. And, and I'm trying to... <laughs> Warden. I mean, I mean, I, I was pro. Let me tell you something, okay? Warden, you're one of the coolest people, but <laughs> <laughs> this is why they have these complaints because of. But I didn't treat the Hispanic brothers any different. They was ours too. Mm. They brown. Let me tell you something. When I was on that job, you know what turned me on the most? I saw a sign for an organization called the Guardians. It had a Zulu warrior on the sign, right? And know what it said? It said, dare to be black. Join this organization and dare to be back. I joined that organization like it was yesterday. I joined immediately. I was campaigning for them and everything else. Okay? Mm. Ali Rockman was the leader at that time. He took them to court to say they was prejudiced against us about a, an exam we took. Mm. We took an exam and we was on top of the list of blacks. On top of it. Next exam they put out there wasn't 100 questions no more. The next one for the next level, it was an essay, multiple choice, and a written, a uh, 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 verbal so they don't try to make it harder. And guess what? We was on top of that list too. So you were cool. You could say here that you were you were cool with the Hispanic people. I love them. Good. I love them. They know I love them. They, they should know. And barely was straight with everybody. I had no animosity. And the reason them. why I'm saying this because I told you that I was on the phone and this is what was said to me. No doubt. You know what I mean? So I'm being. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't there. And I'm not accusing Understand. you. This, you know what I mean? I'm not accusing you. This is all allegedly. I'm asking you a question. Some of them had animosity me. toward me for no good reason. 
Because I, I, I ran it by the numbers. You know what I'm saying? But even the black people, see, and, and I'm going to move on from this, but even, like I said, Kev and all them, like, yo, man, that's one thing about that motherfucker Bailey, man. He loves his people. <laughs> why <laughs> they said that? Why they said that? Why? Because they know I love everybody. I don't know why they, they shouldn't just say I love my black people. Like I was doing something grimy for them and not for no what else. They, I'm not going to take that tag. I did it for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Those Latin Respect. brothers knew I was straight. Respect. So, you know, they knew Respect. I was straight. They, they knew Bailey was all right. They, who, who, who was the top, pardon me, G, who was the top criminals that you came across in HDM? Heavy hitters that you remember that you saw HDM. We had some heavy hitters. I can't even, you know, no, not just that. We had some heavy hitters in there, but, oh, my God. I can't even call them by name like that. But uh, if they can eat lobster on the gate in front of me, they they pretty heavy hitter, you know? <laughs> how, how does that happen? How do you eat? How do you get special treatment like that in HBM? Because somebody brought in that was grimy. Let me tell you something. Just brought in grimy. Let me tell you something. They told me clearly. The commissioner called me down to his office one day, and I thought I was in trouble. He said he heard me on a tape. He heard people on the tape talking about me, saying, if Bailey's on that gate, I'm not bringing it in. Meaning that one of the officers said to somebody, a crook, said if Bailey's at that front gate, because I'm at the front gate, everybody's going to clear that machine. I had no preference. If I'm at that gate, you're going to play the soldier that I believe you are. Hmm. And you're going to clear my machine. So the commissioner called me down there and complimented me and said, yo, uh, we heard good things about you, but some people in your jails that's going to get it. I said, all right. As long as I wasn't getting it, because I knew I would never get it because I didn't do nothing grimy. But anybody who came to the front gate had to clear the machine in front of me. I'm not one of these captains who's going to be chewing up and let everybody go through. Hmm. You know, so I played it by rules. A lot of my staff members didn't like me, but they respected me for the mere fact that I did it across the board to everybody. You know, I did it across the board to everybody. You have to do your job. That's all I ask you to do. I'm going to support you doing your job. Right. You're going to have a good day. And the biggest thing I did as I moved up the ranks, no one was allowed to curse at the officers at roll call. You know, you might have a bad day as a deputy warden or ADW or captain, and you be cursing. The one you're cursing about is not even at roll call. You ain't going to stress my team out in the beginning of their tour mm -hmm. about some nonsense. We're all on the same page. And some of the depths got called a union against me, said I was prejudiced against people from Jamaica. I'm like, yo, why are you saying that? <laughs> this is, they said that about me. I was prejudiced. Well, why? 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 Come on. Why? <laughs> why are they saying this? Because that's their whole car. I don't know. Let me some, tell you. Something oh, had to happen. Come on. You well, keep it 100. You I'm you, 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 you This lie. is real life. This is real life. I'm <laughs> telling you. They did that. And the other part is, I get in trouble for having Papoose come up there singing song and everything else. And at that time, I'm no longer blood, but I'm the hip-hop warden. And then they're going to say this. One guy said, and after he had Papoose come up there, there was violence all over. It was not a bit of violence. He came up there and gave me a hell of a show. I was a fan anyway, but he gave a hell of a show. Mm. They talked about... A guy that he had beef with, a blood that he had beef with, or something like that at the time. That's what they said in the Who, article. Yeah, that I read. Yeah, that doesn't matter. He gave a good show. He didn't have no fight when he was up there. He didn't do no violence. You know what I'm saying? He performed the show, and I, I stayed all night to see the whole show. I wasn't one of those wardens that said, "Give a show and make sure it goes well." I'm gonna make sure it goes well. I'm gonna make sure nobody jump up and do anything crazy. He gets off the island, and everybody get back to their housing area, and then I'll go home. I was very proactive. At one point, they said I had that omni-personality, meaning that people thought I was in. I wasn't even there. 
mm. because I stayed on the grind. You know, I stayed on the grind. Like I said, uh, you know, I wanted it all. I wanted to be there long enough to be chief of the department. Mm. You know, I wanted to be all that. Who were some celebrities you came across while in, when they, were, they were incarcerated? Oh, you know, the one who rapped the song about me, Little Wayne. Rapped the song about you? He said some nonsense about some war, and I didn't take claim for that being me. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? What he, he said some sucker stuff about the war, <laughs> you know? Oh, but let God. me tell you, he's a clown. That guy was a clown. Oh, hold on. He was, up. he hold was. Hold on. Yo, yo, yo. I hope you didn't think he was rocking in there. Wait, he said he was rocking in the joint? Stop playing. Look at me. He wasn't rocking nothing. No, he wasn't rocking. Well, we changed the name for him. He, it was PC, and he, I'm not going to PC. All right, we changed the name. Nope, I can do that. I can say that. I, I was a warden at the time. Mm. <laughs> Be good though, you sure? I, I don't yeah, want you, you know, because no, listen to me. I was there at the explain, time. Explain, explain, I, I'm gonna let you know because you know we have guests up here before that that you know said that, he was rocking. No, no, no. no, no. That, that said they're good about saying certain people's stories and names and stuff. And then the day after they call us to take the footage down. So I want to no, make you sure. No, I take nothing out what I'm saying. Right, I'm cool. telling the truth. All right. So I'm sure. telling the truth. I live this life. When I write my memoirs, it's gonna be in that too. Mm. You know. So mm. what came by in, 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 in your in your house that that you now, hold came up. across? Hold up. Hold up, Basil Wayne. Hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's slow down here. Why, why did you? He said something about you in a song. You ain't take claim to it. I'm not taking claim to what he said about that one. Cool. Why you can't get along with him? I did. I know beef with him. I made sure it went rules and regs. You know, I made sure his house was clear. I made sure none of the officers went visiting him. I did those numbers. But hold on, that's not true because they what? said that there was a rumor going around. Come on, bring it to me. Say it and I'll bring it too. Let me hear you saying. That he was, he, 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 some of the female wardens was, was, not wardens, female officers was, he ran through some of them. I don't know about that. We do, we do, we do, we do. No, I don't know about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Hold on, hold on. Mrs. Officer. <laughs> No, no, no. I had a memo See, out. Mm. Listen to me. Hello. I had a memo out uh -oh. that said nobody can go visit him. We need to get her a mic All in right? a second. No, no, no. You I had a memo mic out that said nobody can go visit him. <laughs> Somebody violated that memo. Okay. They didn't sleep with him or nothing. No. They violated the memo by just going to visit him. And I got rid of that officer. Fire. Not transferred. No firing. You can get oh. transferred. You know? And that put the message out there. Okay? Same thing when I went to Katrina. I went to Katrina with 87 officers, okay? We took a bus down there. We went to the Katrina, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was New Orleans. One officer got smart with somebody down there, and I'm in charge of all the officers. It was all over uh, New Louisiana. I told her, put her back on the truck and send her back to New York. Hmm. They put her back on that truck, and nobody else gave me any problems, knowing that I, I'm that kind of rules and regs. And the same token, those individuals down there couldn't disrespect my staff either because I pulled them out of those jails. We was doing you a favor coming down here, taking over the jails for you, establishing uh, a communication center for you. We did a lot for them down there. Mm -hmm. And that's what made DOC lowered the ball at Times Square. I mean, I was the face of it, but we lowered the ball at Times Square. So what else did you see? You saw Little Wayne? Maybe Little Wayne. That's the biggest one I saw. The biggest one you saw? Ja Rule was up there? Huh? Ja Rule. But I, I, I didn't have no dealings with him. Mm. I know I didn't have no dealings. A lot of those celebrities went to NIC, which was a, another separate jail. Mm. You know, I mean, most of my jail was. You know, Lil, you know, Lil Wayne has had a, had a has a Rikers Island, uh, you know, song journal. 
Oh, does he? Yeah, the vulture. Yeah, I know he gave me good cool up. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, you know, he disrespected me. He had to disrespect me. Uh, but you just—he <laughs> said something about the war, and I had leave that. I left that jail. He was still in there when I left. Maybe he's talking about the other one. If he was talking about me, he might. Nah, I don't care. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> again, I, remember, yeah. I had to go through all that, being called the blood, being hip-hop warden. You know, I was labeled a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, because I kept it 100 with these people. Mm. You know, all my staff loved me. You know what I'm saying? You're the upper echelon. I don't know what they thought. And I wouldn't want to take their job by stabbing them in the back. I would never do nothing like that. I wanted to earn it. Mm. Let's talk about the... Uh, HBM. Yeah. HBM yeah. first. The what? Describe it, what um the whole HBM looks like. HDM. HDM. Oh, it, it's an uh, old James Cagney movie. What, what does that Again, mean? Meaning that it had tears, all right, that had a wheel that you had to wind, and you had to pop the cells open with these 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 buttons and pull it back and lift it up. It was an old building. Mm. This building must have been built in 1955, not older if you can look it up. That was an old building. Did they have a That was it? a secure building because of the man fact. It was a tier level, but we never opened up the third tier unless it was overcrowding. Mm. All right. And then we put a gate up there for nobody won't be thrown off from the third tier. Mm. You know, but that was an old, mm, old building. Dilapidated, too. At one point, I had to put new windows in there. It was an ancient building. So throughout your career, right, did you have any moments where something crazy happened that made you want to quit your job like that, that same day? Anything crazy, crazy happened that and you went home that night and was like, that's it. I can't do it no more. I love that job. You did? No, I never had a day I had that day like that. So so nothing, like no threats came across your way? No kind of body? The, the bloods put a threat out on me. And, and, I'm and, saying anything that made you want to quit that, no, and, like, no, that day? No, never. I loved that. I would have been in this job to this day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really did. I, I really enjoyed doing that job. You know, it, it was so much fun. And, and, and again, it was a different day every day on that job. And besides that, they gave me mega dollars to do it. $180? Shit, 180 to be the warden? I was loving it. I didn't think I'd ever make 180000 in a year. And that's coming from the projects. <laughs> I don't know. I was very enjoyable with Let, that job. Let's be honest. Let's talk about honesty here, except we're being honest. Let's talk about the, the female officers or the male officers. Let's talk about, let's not say females. Let's talk about correction officers and inmates being involved. How did you deal with that situation when it came to you, to, to your, to your, to your. To my desk? To your desk. Yeah. How did you deal with it? IG. Dirt get dirt. Man, I, I what? I find out. Mm -mm. We we're, we're good in IG. IG took care of that internal problem with what anybody. Is what does IG mean? IG so Inspector General. That was a cloth all by themselves. They did all investigations on corruption. Okay, and that's corruption. You know. So that's considered corruption. Most definitely. Fraternizing like that. Hold on, Warden. You there? You there? Long time. You know things happen between. You know the connection. Between the inmates and it can happen. I better not find out. That's how I always worked with. Me. I, no, honestly, I better not. You better not cross that line. So you to can you, cross that line. It's it's wrong. Totally wrong. Against what law? Oh, now it's a law against that. No one could could consent who's a prisoner to sexual anything. No more consent. No, he he can't consent. He's a prisoner. You get uh, you get right on the register. Get your voice. You go right on the register. So now it's definitely a crime. But it was bad then, too. Why? Let me tell you something. Wait, hold on. So you, 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 you. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, I like you a lot. I'm you, telling you the truth. Wait, 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 hold up. 
you try to tell me that you cannot consent, a prisoner cannot consent to sex. So the, the officer would get in trouble. Oh, most definitely. They'd be on the register, not the, not the prisoner. Regi what type of register? What, a register? The register of sex offenders. That register. No, stop it. Wow. Yes, they do. Who gets a law like that? Cut it out. You better look Please. it up when I leave. They get right on that register. And they have to report their self, too. A sex offender? That's what they are when they touch them. That's including civilians, maintenance, anybody who touch a prisoner. You, you become a sex offender? A sex offender. And she co-signed, so. They don't have the right to say okay. They don't have that right. That's a slippery slope. You know, I mean. Yeah, all due respect, you have to, you have to listen to the warden because, you know, we, we don't want you to get caught up in any shenanigans. Oh, no, I'm talking, talking, talking to her, talking to her. Talking yeah, to her, yeah, yeah, Gloria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking <laughs> to you. We don't want you to get caught up because what's gonna happen? And it's slick. It's, it's a slick move because you talk, so we have to take it down. Not to get you caught up. Don't, don't, don't interfere. Cause we're not taking it down. So there just stay. Shh, shh, shh. Please, it's a slick move. A smart. Hold on. Cause we, we don't want, one thing we don't want to do is get anybody. That's not what we're here to do. Flip the script. We're not here to. Right. No, Gloria. That I rock one. She's solid. I like how she is. I'm just saying, like. We don't want to get anybody, you know, we want, we want, we don't want to get nobody in trouble or anything going on. Mm -hmm. Cause he, please. He, 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 please, please, please. No, 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 Gloria is Cause, cause, cause he, cause he, cause he told you, you like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? They watch, they watching. The yeah, thing, the, the, amazing. the, 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 the thing is with you, all right, so if, if that happened, but I don't understand how to become a sex offender. That, what do you think about that? I think you better look crazy. that up, man. Why not? Come it's, on. It sounds... You in jail, and, and not, say the female end. I see you. I, I just want to bang you, bang you, and it's cool? Well, even if it's consensual, it's not cool. I don't, I don't think it's cool, but... I, but I it's, it's against the law. How bad? Look at this way now. They shouldn't be There's sex offenders. There's a law bro. now, and it's against the law to sleep with somebody incarcerated. <laughs> I don't think it should be sex offenders. I think it, 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 should be, it shouldn't go down, though. It shouldn't go down, so no, how are you going to stop it? I'm just saying the, 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 the title shouldn't be that. It shouldn't no, be that getting no, trouble. that's exactly what the title should be. Because when you came in there to fill up that vending machine with soda, it didn't say you can get some butt at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fill up the soda machine and leave. <laughs> <laughs> and leave. <laughs> he cool, man. One more time. Say, say one more time. One more time. He gave me he cool. You have to stop breaking for the stuff. I'm just telling you, you come up here to fill up the vending machine with soda. You can't get no butt to. Fill up the soda machine and leave. Because when you leave and got butt, you're a sex you don't think that's too extreme or you No hell no. So it's not too extreme. That's totally it. appropriate. Because you know what happened? <laughs> it jeopardized everything when you start doing that. Security of the building, let me tell you something. It jeopardized everything. It, won't, mm, it jeopardized a lot. You can't let that happen. I think it's not safe though. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess no inmates though. It, it, it don't, oh, don't get that twisted either. Some of them are real pretty, okay? Stop that. I hate you, but you it, have it's, to have your it, it, your it ain't morals. safe, man. What are you talking about? Talking about some of them are real pretty. Some are pretty. The inmates? Yeah. Don't think every female inmate's a dog. No, no, no. You get some Hollywood celebrities walking through the <laughs> gate. <laughs> some of them are beautiful. Some of them are beautiful. Yeah, some of them got it. You know, don't get nothing wrong. <laughs> you know, but no, you, you can't do it. You so let's, let's fast forward a little bit. So now in the 90s, you know, you watch these things go down. You read some stats to us. Yes, sir. About the slashings and stuff. That's right. So your tactics or whatever you did worked. We did. The department did we. as a team. Worked. 
But why do you think that some of the department didn't like you? Because you said that earlier. Why you think? What did you do? <laughs> you know what it is, too? And they told me clearly in my career. They told me a couple things in my career. First thing they told me, I, I have to stop dancing the way I dance at when we go to parties with the commission and everything else. <laughs> they can't see me sweat, they said. I wow. said, if I'm going to get promoted the way I'm dancing, I guess I won't get promoted. And the other part I always got is, why do you always smile a lot, man? Why you be smiling all the time? You know what I'm saying? I'm an easygoing guy. I'm happy. What do you mean why I'm smiling? Oh, they think you're a clown. They can think whatever they want. I'm getting things done. Mm. Okay? I smile all the time. I say good morning to everyone. To all inmates, I say good morning and to my offices. Some of the commissioners didn't like me. Oh, she don't like how you say good morning to all the inmates. Hmm. You don't like that. You still don't like how you call all your officers soldiers. Because I call all my officers soldiers. I didn't see gender, I told them. Because that girl or that female came to work with her hair done and her nails done, and there's an alarm, you better mess up your hair and put that helmet on. You better mm. break those nails, which is only going to be a set, certain length anyway, to get done. Right. So I, I truly believe, I, I told him, I never see gender. You're a soldier. So don't tell me that I should get this man to do something that you supposed to do too, that you get equal pay for. Mm. You know, and some of the women had more guts than some of the men. Sometimes, you know, you can't judge who's going to have the guts. So you have no idea why people might—they don't like you or didn't, most didn't like of you. Most people like me. The majority, I think. Okay. I think most of them like me. I still have a good rapport. All inmates I get to see in the street greet me with love. That's Take true. us to their restaurants. Tell mm. us we can run up a tab, and I never run up a tab high. When they tell me we can parlay on their tab, mm -hmm. I don't do nothing high, and then I leave a thirty-dollar tip. You know what I'm saying? We have men. I go to, I just went to a big affair for uh, uh, GMAC. Gangsters doing mad manipulation. I went there, I put it all on my Facebook. I said from two block to the mayor's office. Mm. And I'm hanging out with all of them, you know, all the bloods and everything else and all the gangsters. And everybody at that place said how they gave me love. I put them all on my Instagram page. He said that. He said that. They you know, I gave them all love on my Instagram page. Some people don't understand, man. Why you be talking to them? Because I never believed your. Your, your, your history was your destiny. I told them all that. What you did in the past, you can change in the future. Mm. You know? So mm. they clearly knew where I felt about them. I was like, y'all, we all can make it. And a lot of them did. You know, when that guy told me what he was doing in the community, he got violence down. He got a lot of weapons off the street. Mm. I told him I'll be at his affair every year now. You know? Mm. I know he is, yes. Yeah, he, he's a good yeah. brother. He's doing his thing. That's what you need to interview. He's doing big things. Yeah, we're waiting to, we, we're going to wait till next month. Yeah, please him. get yeah. him up here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so I, let me ask you a question. Back in the days, they used to accuse the correction officers of being extremely rough to the inmates. What do, what do you have to say about that? Abuse, extremely rough. You have one man killed himself. Rest in peace, Khalif uh, Brower. What's his name, Brower? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? How, what do you have to say about the abuse? Because, you know, a lot of new people don't like Mayor de Blasio. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he put some strict rules in there. But what do you got to say about the abuse back in the days? And then I want your opinion on the abuse. I didn't condone it. I, I never did. I never condoned it and everything else. And I clearly wasn't with it because at one point... Uh, my officers grabbed me and, and yelled to talk about sending this man out. And I hit the alarm. And when the team came, they thought it was their man. I said, no, it's these officers. It's them you need to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm, I didn't play that. You got to explain that. I don't understand. Meaning that. this. You don't hold me as a supervisor 
while you bringing the inmate down and using force against him. You don't hold me. You never supposed to grab a supervisor, you know? Mm. Not me, and not no other supervisor. But when he grabbed me, and they was still using force on that inmate, I hit my alarm and asked for assistance. And when they got down there, I said, it's not the inmate, it's these officers. They thought they was going to run me out that building. Oh, we don't play that here, Cap. You're in the wrong building. I'm in the wrong building. He wanted all the officers to sign out. Sign out. I didn't play that. Though, mm. Like I said, they called me Mr. Softy all they want. You know, but I wasn't playing that. What I'd rather do is write them an infraction. What I'd rather do is get in their mind. Because these cats been beat up all their life. No pun. You ain't going to kill nobody as a CEO. They've been beat up. They can take a pounding. But right. if you get in their mind, that's what I used to do. I used to tell them. You know, I used to clearly try to get in their mind. And I told getting in my many different things. I used to stay behind when the search was all over and we finished searching. I used to lock myself in, lock myself in an empty cell just to hear the inmates talk. And hmm. they inmates say, oh, they didn't find my weapon. I left it in the cookie box. And they said, <laughs> I gave no puppy-eyed dog thing. And then I get on the radio, come on back down. So I went the extra yard of this, you know what I'm saying? Getting in their mind and saying like this, come on. You have to do the right thing. You never know where I'm around. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm ear hustling all the time. I'm ear hustling, and I got enough secret squirrels to tell me everything, you know. But the most part about that violence, I didn't condone that. I didn't do it when I was awesome. When I told you back then in '85, somebody told me to hit somebody. I'm not hitting nobody just because you told me to hit them. They knew exactly. I was in charge of ESU. I had the ESU squad. All right, the, the, the turtles and everything else. We didn't do no. We didn't go over the line. I didn't go over the line. None of my team members go on the line because mm. I didn't go with that. Mm -mm, don't do that. I report it. I report it as it is. Don't do it. Hmm. They wouldn't. They knew better. They'll do it when I'm not around. Maybe, you know what I'm saying. But it wasn't at that level. I don't. Mm, no. They said it was violence. It was a cooperative thing with them resisting. But on my team, look at my history. My so history had none so, of that. So, so you. So, so you're saying that you basically. The inmates may consider it violence, but you're saying that it wasn't violence. It had to, they were really resisting. Oh, yeah. It was there, no... were, there was some footage of, of excessive force, though. Water, there was some footage. There's footage out there of excessive force in Rikers Island. All right. If it's excessive force, but you can't just say they ran up on him and started beating him up. It was a give okay. and take, wasn't it? I mean, he, he gave something. I went to depositions a couple of times, and they asked me uh, what was going on here. Didn't the chief tell you to write this person up? And I said, yeah, he told me to write him up. But why didn't you write him up? Because I didn't see what the chief saw. I said, his arms are flapping. No, I said, he's flapping his wings. And a stenographer said, what do you mean he's flapping his wings? I said, he's moving his arms like this. You know what I'm saying? Aggressively. No. Mm -hmm. One thing I always did, too, no one can tell me what to write. No chief can tell me to write this inmate up or this officer, you know, for excessive or not doing his job or being a coward. I write it how I see it. And I used to always tell them, write against me. You don't like what I wrote? Write against me. Said I did a poor investigation. But I'm not writing what you tell me to write. Hmm. And they didn't like me for that attitude either. I'm not writing nothing they tell me to write. <laughs> but What? You're my boss? You're my superiors? No, no, no. I, I respect it. I respect it. I'm just saying, but do you think you're coming off as bitter? Speaking like that, because you always felt this way or because of... I always felt this way. They knew how I was living. And no chief can curse at me or at my team. As I'm talking about my team, my internal team, my officer staff, mm -hmm. which was three officers, mm -hmm. you can't come in there and go mother effer and this and that to my team. Yeah, you said that. They, they ain't that curse on my team. I, I, and they're not cursing at me. 
Cause there, there was there was uh, a couple of staff members on Facebook that you know they say you you good people. They have no issue with you. I know on one said they're gonna see you Saturday, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I go to all the events. Yeah, but don't they have to say too? I go to the gangster events. Yeah. They're like, yo, they're gonna see you Saturday. Yeah, I was, don't I was bring to your with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still said. go out with them. Yeah, they said that. They you said know, that. They if you read any of my Facebook, they give me high praise. They, they, say, do, they, do, the right do, they do, they do, they do. Some people call me chief, and I never was the chief. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's the kind of love we have for each other. Because I love them as much as they love me. And they knew that part of it. They knew the part that I cared for them truly and didn't take any credit for what I didn't do. Anytime I spoke to the commissioner and all the chiefs, I told them my team did it. I'm not, I, I'm the warden, but my team is working hard for me. I mean, the blue shirts, the captains are doing their thing too. But those blue shirts, phew, I've been over backwards for them. Let me tell you something. I bought them a big 50-inch TV. I bought them recliners. You hear me? And that chief's going to come in there and say, why you bought this TV so big? Because uh, the 40-inch was almost the same price. And we hmm. was making money because we had a bodega. We were selling food to each other. I got a chair. The ADW got chairs. I bought so much stuff in those, yo, for them because it was all about them. Give them awards. I showed them I loved them all the time. Mm. You know? But it's, it's all right. Yo, so why do they... um? Tape your phone back then. Huh? Why do they tape your I phone? I have no idea. I never called them. I never called them. I didn't give them the satisfaction to say, hello, why did you tap my phone? They, I knew they had nothing on me. Mm. They had nothing on me. You know, I've been followed by IG and everybody. They had nothing. I partied all my career. That's the only thing they can find out about me. Oh, he sure never liked to party. <laughs> That's what I did my whole career. I danced and had a good time mm. and lived life. Let me ask you a question. Um, how did this job affect you personally, though, outside outside of work? Like when you your home, your personal life. It was beautiful. We had money. <laughs> we no, had, I mean, we had an opportunity to travel a lot. I, 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 let me tell you something. I told my team this soon. They didn't learn it. I told them you have to go away now. You have to take that vacation now. Mm. You can't wait till you retire because when you retire, you might not be in shape. They used to ask me why did I take so many vacations because I'm entitled to it. Mm. I took a vacation. Did it cause you any mental strain? Because you know a lot of you know. That's what I meant more. So yeah, yeah. like mentally, mentally, like my uncle, my uncle, you know, he he's a captain. He got there ninety seven, and I see the difference in his behavior. My brother works up there now, you know what I'm saying? So like, I see the difference in my cousin work up there now. Like you know what I mean? Let me tell you, it changed you through the process of it. Okay, through your career, the first change is when you get your shield, but the biggest change is when you get your gun. That turns you into a new kind of beast. Because mm. when I got my gun when I was officer, I was sitting in the back of the train. You know the last car? Mm -hmm. I sat back then when I had a gun. I had a gun. I sat in the back, legs all open, wide, everything like this, giving give everybody the eye. But when I didn't have my gun, I sat with the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> that gun make me feel like you all of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it give you that change and everything else, but it never put me in a change where I was flashing it and this and that. You felt a little more comfortable with it and everything else. You had the beads on your neck to let them know you popo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Back in the 90s. And I get what G said. You look like you look happy. I am but happy. Did it did it did it cause any to you it didn't cause any mental stress to you working? I thought it was so beautiful. I really did. I really enjoyed the opportunity to help people. I thought I was helping people in real life. I thought mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of helping. Okay. You ever beat somebody up? No. I, I didn't have that. You never treated anybody in your, your, your circle or your family different coming from work, you know, dealing with all that stuff and bringing it home and kind of. I never brought it home. I told my team the same thing. You can't bring this job home with mm. you. Anything that happened with you today, leave it in your locker. 
Don't take that with you. And more than anything I used to tell them, don't take it in shortcuts. Because when you go home, you don't want somebody to call you up and say, did you lock all the gates? Mm -hmm. You don't want none of the shortcuts. Like, you take a shortcut, that's what can happen. Right. You get problems later. You be, un you be not so restful when you, know, when you think you did some shortcuts. No, but I left all that on at work. It didn't bother me. I mean, I was just so happy to have that job. And just to be moving up the ranks and doing all the things that we did, we did a lot of powerful things in there with the change. And with the Guardians, it was, I have to say, hands down, we, we had a, a good thing going on in there to a point where we didn't want to leave the H. You know, normally when you're a captain and you go to H, you stay there for two years, and then you get to any assignment that you want. Hmm. And most of us, we stayed there for six years because we got it so quiet. The jail was so quiet. How many wardens are there? Back then, I have to say it was a lot. It was at least 15, 16 of us. You know, we had wardens that didn't have jails, but they had like SOD or or, or the ESU. So name, name us the ranks. Oh, it, it's officer. You go right from officer to captain. After captain, you go to assistant deputy warden. After assistant deputy warden, you make deputy warden. And if you're lucky enough, you go from deputy warden to warden. Or you can be a DWIC, a deputy warden in command. I never was a DWIC. You make a deputy warden in command, you know. And after warden, you got an assistant chief, you know, and then you got a bureau chief, and then you got chief. Chief is the highest. Yeah. It's hmm. glorified for all those stars. It's a nice look. So, <laughs> so, so we want to, to wrap it up soon. So, 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 um, did you get all this? Because you brought us some stuff here today. I'm going to take you. I, I came through. We got through most of it. Good. I wouldn't bring the other stuff in there with the, the, the wiretap and everything else. But when I ran home, I just got this one bag and I, I ran out the house with it. Yeah. You know? Um, you are a man that, um, that when I spoke to you, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get into details, mm -hmm. but seemed like, to me, my opinion, uh, you didn't like how the department treated you towards the end. Thanks, and, and the reason why I say that is because I know in the comments what's going to be said. Right. So you could, I'm not going to push. Right. You can address it however you want, and we can keep it moving. All right. But when I spoke to you, and this is the respect, because you came and you gave me your uh, word, I gave you my word. Right. You, when I speak to you, it sounds like the department, you're not, like, after all the work you put in, the stats that you put up, the numbers you put up, this is what I got from talking to you privately. All right. You didn't feel like you were treated right towards the end. Right. Do you care to address that or you want to just no, move on? No, I'll address some of it. it. It was a mere fact that uh, during that time, and I, I felt fair because, again, I said most of the work was done by my staff. I mean, I was the leader, the commander at that time, but my record stood against a lot of other people. I heard. All right? And what, what happened was at one point I went to see the chief of the department and said, listen here, if you have no plans for me in the future, let me know. Because my cousin said you named the holiday after me. He said, what do you mean holiday? Yeah, Passover. <laughs> you, let, you named the holiday Passover. You're passing me over a lot. And then at that point, the next thing I knew, I got promoted, you know, to that next level of warden. And I went to a B warden, and I stayed there at a B warden for 30 days. Then they promoted me again to A warden, you know. So I felt like, yo, I'm on a fast track. That was happening for me, okay? And then that commissioner left. He got left with some something happened this and that. He left. And, you know, a new regime come in and this and that. And I wasn't really too cool with the, the, the union, you know, COBA. I mean... They didn't really, I don't know why they didn't, you know, the point where they could have 
uh, help me out. But, you know, he didn't, he didn't. It's that easy. But they were just after me and after me. And finally, you know, they got me involved with a woman I married. And I love with all my heart, you know. They pressured her when I left. Or they pressured her, you know, to say something that, you know, that we regret today, but it happened. And when they came and approached me with it and said, listen here, we got this uh, claim that, you know, you, you're in trouble and this and that, and if you get arrested, you're going to get demoted. And I clearly told them, i leave right now. That same day they told me that, I said, I'll leave. And everybody was shocked. You leave right now? I'll leave right now without getting arrested. I'll leave right, right now. And then they let me leave. <laughs> And then, like, three weeks came by, and I didn't get arrested. I said, did they trick me? <laughs> I thought they tricked me at that point. But what was really grimy about it, remember, I always had a company car. What was really grimy about it, when I did have to turn myself in, they had somebody follow me. But then, then they followed me because I, I, I had permission for a soldier to take me in to turn myself in. They followed us. And I, we didn't know we had a tail. When you, why do you think you got a tail on you? I'm, I already resigned three weeks ago. Now you got a tail on me? Hmm. To, to see if I turn myself in? What's that shit about? And then they went after my man who drove me. And we had permission. We had permission from one of the chiefs to say, go ahead, do it. But you know, some, some people are cowards. You know what I'm saying? And that chief didn't answer up. He didn't answer up. And I don't tell. I didn't say so-and-so said he can do it. We ate it. And that's what soldiers do. They eat it. I mm. ate it for other chiefs, too. But when he didn't stand up and say, yo, I gave him permission, what was the big deal? Mm. And then they tried to jerk him on his promotion. They went after him. But God is good. He should surface to the top. But that was grimy, I thought. You know, mm. I thought, I'm mean, you following me after I already quit? You want to see what I'm going to do to turn myself in? You know, but I, then again, we got acquitted. It, it was a sale record. I got my record back. But they kept me in, in court for months. Letting everybody else go home who had dungarees on and flags hanging out. Oh, you're a high profile. Maybe I shouldn't come up here with a shirt and tie on no more. Maybe I should come up with some jeans on and some, you know, and you might let me go sooner. But no, I went through the, the system with that bullshit, you know. And uh, again, that's what I felt bad about. You know, you don't like me, so you'll come after me like this. I mean, you tap my phone, you couldn't get me that. So you go after somebody I love and pressure that person. You go after somebody I love. And then they all mad. Now I married her. So look at this. Happy live ever after. <laughs> I wish she was up here with me, you know. She let her know how much I love her, man. She's good people. You know, we've been happy ever since. Like you said, I had 300 people there. More people wanted to come. They, they showed me, let me tell you, when they, even though they did that to me, I just got so much love. People offered me cars. People gave lawyers, told me to get a lawyer for me. They all, they all, I had so much love. It was unbelievable. I, I like that. I like the fact that, and, and I like the fact that how you, you know, you stand on your square, as we call it. You know, um, love is a hell of a thing. It is. You know what I mean? You stand on your square. They, you got acquitted. If they would have found you guilty, what would you be facing? I would have been facing nothing. Because mm -hmm. I was going to pay all I had to pay. My lawyer's going to tell me it cost 1500 a day. I said, I'm going to trial. They tried to offer me one thing saying, I said, anything that had domestic violence on it, I'm not eating. Then he said like this, all right, how about this one? We'll give you something that says almost like you had an open container of beer. I said, what do you mean open container of beer? I'm not going for open containers of beer either. Okay, let's go to trial. Come on, I think I should be able to stand. My record should stand up to this. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So we, I pushed it to the envelope, and they finally said, all right, if you are conditional thing, you'd be good for one year, we'll sell your record, give you everything back. And when that one year, I went right back up there. And in that one year, I said, they told me to go downstairs and get the record. I said, can't we say this in open court? I mean, you said everything else in open court. You can't say that I'm all good now, and this and that, everybody can hear it. They told me to go downstairs and get the record. But what's so good about DLC, I was able to call somebody and make sure my record was sealed. Do you know how they do stuff? Because when I left there, they said I was fired. They didn't say I resigned or anything. They, the papers said I resigned everything. But the I mean, yeah, the paper, had, yeah, but, 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 well, and well, I'm, well, I'm, I don't know if you want me to, you know. Say, what do you got? When I read it, it says uh, you retired from DOC uh-huh. a day after his arrest. But you right. Say, you, you, no, I wasn't arrested there. I retired saying, before the arrest. You see, you see this, is, this is what the paper's saying. Yeah, the paper's saying. He pleaded guilty Wednesday to disorderly conduct and received a uh, conditional discharge. He received a surcharge of 120 and was ordered to, st- yeah, yeah. All right. Some other shit, bullshit. Yeah, I don't, you know, I hear my <laughs> word. I ain't reading all that. You see it for yourself. But you wasn't arrested. I was arrested. What do you mean? I was, oh, you I was wasn't arrested? arrested. You had to Fingerprints and everything well, else. Hold on, hold on. Taking it to the holding pen? Well, that, that don't is- stop nothing. No, no, no. Process is the process. When you get a charge with something and they bring you in and they DA say, we want to take him to court and I have to go through the system. They put me in a bullpen to my, I'll be by myself. That shit didn't happen. I had a bunch of people in there. But, and then from there, but you know, when I got the Brooklyn house, they showed me love, you know what I'm saying? How long you was in there for? Uh, a couple of hours, nine hours. You know, I didn't have to go to a facility. I went right from court and I've been released from my own on on. They gave me release after that. But, you know, when I was up there, right, and then, you know, everybody was there, all the Chiefs was there, everybody was supporting me. They mm-hmm. said, yo, you want something to eat? I said, nah, I'm not eating. I'm a fast. He said, oh, you're a Muslim now, huh? <laughs> They have crazy jokes. Was that was that was that a was that a, a a hard time in your life that time? You know what I mean? Was that a hard time? I like how you stand. Let me tell you something. I admire you. I tell you why. And I'm not saying this to say this because the fact that you're standing on your square means a lot to me. Because I I feel like if we if we believe in something, you know, we shouldn't bend or fold. That's not what I believe in. I believe that. You too. know, and you're standing on your square, and you married. You're married. That's right. I watch your page. I look at your page happily. Right. Happily. Turned up. <laughs> Turned up. Don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. And I like that. I, I, right. I co-sign you. you but go, was that buddy. a hard time in 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 your life? Because the 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 image that was painted behind it, and the reason why I'm not pushing it, the reason why is because of what people would say. They see this is what people would say. That's why right. you can address it however you want, and I, and I want to reiterate that. Because I did give your wife my word, yeah, wherever she, she is. Up here with us. But yeah, yeah I to- wherever I she is, I no. gave her my word. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, my thing is, was that a hard time for you? Because they were saying all this stuff. Oh, you know, was that a hard time <laughs> in your life? I know she still, ha- you know, she was there by your side. She's there by your side, so it should be good. But was that hard to see how the department and everything go? Because when you read these numbers, it's amazing. And it goes to show, like, it's like what have you done for me lately type thing. You oh, know that's how it was, no doubt. That's how that job is, what you did for me lately. Now, forget that glory you did. You mess up. It's like what you did today overpower yeah. everything you did yesterday. <laughs> and that was a shame, too. And I made sure I never looked at that with my staff members. What they did for me yesterday counted in my book. You know what I'm saying? Or we did the day before. Always counted. But the high-ups... Mm-mm. You did something wrong, you getting it. But let me tell you about that part where you said. Mm. It, it didn't really... It, it, it bothered me, mm, you know? It bothered me because the department went dirty on me. They didn't give me a check for a month and a half, man. You know what I'm saying? And that was intentional. People didn't believe me. I said, I didn't get my pension yet. Yeah. And as you leave as a warden and a deputy warden above, they have to give you your last salary. 
So I was entitled to a $180 check, $180,000 check. I was like, yo, where's that check at? Where's that money at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they took a long time to give it to me. They, 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 they ran me through the ringer. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, most of the staff members showed me a lot of love. There were some clowns out there that did video of me being abusive and making fun of me. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, those guys be on my page. And I don't take their stuff down. When they say ugly stuff about me, my wife always say, why do you say that? One guy said, I'm, you're not a good father. And one guy said, I hate your secret squirrels. You know what I'm saying? And I let it stay there. I let the negative and the positive stay on the same page. I don't block nobody. And I'm not even going after them and say, why you said that? That's your opinion. I'm comfortable who I am. You know what I used to always tell my team? Seek no one approval but your own. I tell that to my kids. When you seek no one approval but your own, you live a lot better. Do you have a relationship with your kids? Good relationship? I'm having a problem with them right now, with two of them, you know. I have a problem. I, I got six, but I have a problem with two of them right now. And it's their quote, too. They 33 and 34. I'm not biting no tongue, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love you. Know? She told me up front that I didn't do nothing fun. I, it took me by heart. Oh, she blew me up on Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, calling me a uh, Truman and all that. <laughs> she hit me in the head. What does Truman mean? Being in that TV show, with, uh, it was a movie. With oh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Carrey. yeah, how he lived in that make-believe world. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She hit me in the head with that word. She, you lived in that true. But hold on, but, uh, but hold on, hold on. So, so since you're not buying into, but do you do you do you understand where she's coming from? Can you say if you? Can I live you, on that page. I live on my page. No, what I'm saying. Can you understand what? where she's coming by, by? By it's your daughter you're talking yeah. about, right? So, do you understand where she's coming without using your emotions or personal feeling? Do you see? Like I can see what she's saying. But I, I no, no, no. I, I think it was the whole thing that we went through on face on, on Instagram was disrespectful. I had to tell a couple of times, you better watch your mouth, man. I'm your still father. Your, still your daughter at the end of the day. Yeah, yes. you know, I told you, you have to yes. check yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, uh, you know, it, it got to the point where it was over some nonsense about some kid owing her money, and I said hello to him. You know what I'm saying? And why are you saying hello to him, daddy? Because he's all right with me. What the hell? He took a thousand. Yo, that little bit of money? Don't worry. Oh, no, but daddy. Oh, it was ugly. It was got. It got ugly. You know, to a point where she took it down. She took it down off Instagram and, you know. And, you know, that whole argument stuff. She took down. <laughs> she got on my page and took it down. You know, so we ain't talking about that fool right now. She's not with none of the sisters. You know, she's not. She want me to talk to my those two girls. I don't know what's wrong with them. I want them to be happy. I really do. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Lord. I can't, I can't agree with that, man. Why not? She had to make their own decisions at I, 33. I, I, I like, uh, is it because Mama Love was like that? Is it because your mom was more, and you said she cool, she smooth, meaning huh? not insulting Mama Love. I'm just saying no, because, cool, yeah, because she, she was more like she let you fend for yourself. That's how you look at it. They passed. Oh no, no, they age. didn't have to fend. My kids never had to fend for themselves. Their boyfriend's no. telling they spoil. Well, no, no, I know. I could tell they spoil. But what I'm trying to say is that your reaction now is that it's like what you grown. You like what you're grown. You have to make your own decisions. If that's how you feel, fuck it. That's how you feel. Does that? Does isn't that a little, a little tough? That's what I'm asking. It is tough. No, it is tough. No, tough love, because a lot of people believe in tough love. No, no, it's tough. I know about tough I, love. I, I, tough, I want her to meet me on the same ground. I want her to meet me where it started. Tell me you took it down. You know what I mean? You know, just, just uh, own up to what you did. I'm cool with it, but if you're going to give me the, the amnesia story, you know what I'm saying? You don't remember. Oh, because you don't remember what you did now? Come on, I don't, I'm not going for that part. My kids are all smart. My kids are all smart. They're all on their own. I'm proud of them for being on their own. Respect. You know, they on their own living in the world. It's hard to live in this world now. Mm -hmm. You know, with the rent mm -hmm. so high and everything else, but each one of them are on their own, doing their thing. You know, so I'm proud of that part. But as a parent, you want your respect still. Because at the end oh, of the day, that has to come first. You're still the parent. 
They, everybody have to give you my respect. Because you ain't giving my respect, me and you ain't cool. I mean, my daughter, my son. You can't do that to me. I'm not a bad cat. You know what I'm saying? So you, for you to say I never did nothing for you on top of it? And on, and on, so, and on social media. Oh, yeah, she aired it. You know, she aired it. You know what I'm saying? Then she told me she was a grown-up. I'm like, you are grown. You're right. You are grown. <laughs> so. Were you embarrassed? No, hell no. I'm never embarrassed on stuff like that. What did your wife say about that when this thing was going on? My wife, coming out here right now, said that, yo, you need to stop it. You need to talk to them and this and that. Wow. And they talking to me and this and that. And it got to a point. And I said, I, I'm willing to talk and do everything. But we have to come on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Come on page. Say as you adult, took it as, down. As adults. All right. That was your mechanism because it, it was ugly what we went through on there, okay? But you participated as well. I did. I did. I did. I did. Were you wrong? Do you take your wrongs, Warden? What was wrong with what I said? Uh, no, that that guy's all right with me. What's wrong with what I said? Well, I can't have a you participate. No, no, I can't let you do that. I can't let you. I like. You. I can't let you do that. No, nope. participated. Mm -mm. Participated in the shenanigans. That ain't no shenanigans. That was real life. You was talking about. It was real life. But I'm saying you. You can't get mad at somebody from you. You can't. Get, it takes two to tango. You a guy from the old school. Smooth dance on the floor. Right, Michael right. Jackson on your feet. Know what I always go with? Michael Jackson on your feet. You move out of anything. Two wrongs don't make it right. All right, one of us was right. <laughs> All right, it was it, 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 right. it, 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 it was it was you it was you right. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Oh no, come he, on, he, he I was, was right. right. No, listen to me, Whoa, I was right. Me, you, I don't have the guy right. lost don't his father, his brother. Is that enough karma for him taking that money? He went through some hard times. Now he owned a barber shop, and I bigged him up for being a black entrepreneur now, and she get offended because it's my page. How's you gonna get offended with something I put on there? Did you know they had? Oh yeah, I know it. I intervened and you know I, I spoke up to this cat, mm. but I'm not gonna try to beat a thousand dollars out of him. I I, I think I, I gave her more than enough money to co cover that. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't think it's, it's, it's more the principal though. I think that's that's just thought it was the principal that I can talk to him. I shouldn't talk to him. No, but it's more. It's like family. Go ahead, home. Yeah, I shouldn't talk to him. Wait, wait. What's your answer to that? Yeah, I shouldn't I, I say think nothing it's to him because he did that thousand dollars to my daughter. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's the, more the principal about it. That's how I feel. I don't think it's the money. We can't turn the other cheek. We can't forgive. He did wrong. But is, is that that's it? That's how we're gonna hold him down for the rest of his life. Martin Luther King. You know, I'm not going to hold him for the rest of his life. That's it can be worked about. out, but I just feel like if, if it ain't worked out yet, then maybe the time and, you know, like you could you could speak to him on a diff different type of time. You know what I mean? Like Maybe his business in the barbershop go up and he feel bad. He said, well, let me give your daughter $1,000. I, I already told about. her I'll give her $1,000, which I gave her more than enough times. I see what you're Okay. You know, I bought her a car. I bought her sister a car. Uh, all right. All right. Well, like I said, I think that's too much personal stuff. I think it's just principle. I think I think it's just principle. Yeah, I don't, don't want you get into personal what you did. I'm just saying that I can understand. Because that's what the father we, can do. We hear about these things. We hear about these things. Yeah, I understand you know, the war. I'm not going to bite my tongue. Yeah, when, I, when, when people see me, I got a big page. So if people right. see me write you, because I, I was on your page stalking you, wrote you, wrote your <laughs> wife in a message. I took the message back, wrote you guys. I stalked you. I stalked you. I have no problem. Smiling at parties out. and all these type of crazy <laughs> Smiling happy. I was hating. Like, man, this man smiling, posting. He don't see me trying to reach out to him. <laughs> but when people see that and I even put your name on there, you know, they yeah. reach out. And, 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 and somebody do, reached out. Yeah, we do, hear these, we do hear these things. But the thing right. is, my opinion, and we move on from that, is that it takes two to tangle. You said right and wrong. And I feel, um, you know, Family comes first. I believe that, and I know you believe that, and I and 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 I feel that you you I feel that in this case you choose not to look at it from the other side of the spectrum. 
I feel so. If you ask me my opinion, I feel That's you right. just. I feel you just. It's my opinion. I feel right. you just choose. But I do agree. As far as not that big of a deal, let it go. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But from a, a lot of people, especially females, don't disrespect any females in in in, 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 in this vicinity. You know, they deal with emotions. They may look at things a little bit different from how you look at things. I agree. I can see like, man, let that shit go, man. That shit ain't nothing. But the the you try to understand from both sides of the coin. Like, I get it. I get why you mad. Let's move on. And I also get what you're saying. Like, you got to at least come up and say, yo, this is, I did this. I took it down. I did, you know, like, there you address go. me as an Let adult. me hear that. Let me hear that. Yeah, got it. And my wife told her that part, but it's the denial part that goes with it, too. Amnesia, you said. You amnesia. The, you call it the amnesia part. That's what it is, brother. And, all right, so we're about to wrap it up. The thing right. is, like I said, when I spoke to you, man, it's like, you know, the department disappointed you. That's how I got from it, you know, when I spoke to you. But you don't like you bothered at all. No, it didn't stop the beat. It didn't stop me one beat. He's you know what I'm saying? Me. But let me tell you, I bought all the stuff, too. I bought all the stars. You know, I had my stars well in advance. I had the cheap department stars. I never got to use it. I didn't. Have, I had the other cheap. I kept everything in my pocket the next rank up. I carried it with me because I knew I would be wearing it, you know? I knew I'd be wearing it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to wear this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it worked out that I just got one star. It's all right. It went out. It went well. Because let me tell you something. If that didn't happen at the time it happened, I wouldn't have been able to take care of my father those last five years. Because at that point, he really needed me. He fell down. He couldn't move. I had to change him. I had to put him in a gurney, put him in a wheelchair to get him to his appointments. Hmm. So if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have been home. And, you know, my people didn't step up. My brother who lived with me said, oh, I'm not changing him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not changing him. I'll help you with food and everything. But, no, that fell all on me. So if that didn't happen, I still had my career. It would have been a really big conflict. So I thought it happened for a reason. I was able to take care of my father for the last five years of his life. You know? How do you feel about the rules now, Mayor de Blasio and the stuff? You know, because a lot of people, my brother said he works up there. You know, a lot of people, uh, correction officers, don't like de Blasio. I don't know why. Why wouldn't it? What you know, what? stop. Yeah, come I don't on. know what he's doing to, to them. Say... I've been out the agency eight years. What he been doing to I, them? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, know. for one, they don't have a big population. For two, they, you know, it, he it's said no more like feeding. Because I, I guess a lot of the inmates have a lot more rules now, laws now. All protection. right. You know what it is? Some of those, those things needed to be changed. Oh. I don't think none of that. No, honestly, oh. I was against a lot of that stuff. Oh. Come on, how you put somebody in a bing for a year? In isolation. How their mind going to develop? I can say that. I didn't believe. No, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad. Come on. You shouldn't incarcerate. I mean, incarcerate is one thing. But then lock them down for 23 hours out the day? Come on, like you said, that guy went crazy over that. You know what I'm saying? And killed himself. Khalil, whatever. You know, No, honestly. That's too much for any man. Think about it. Hmm. You know, that's too much. For a whole year in there? I don't know how they even do jail time, you know what I'm saying? But but to be in there, because I used to tell everybody, I used to go to the organization and tell them, if you don't take a nap at 2 o'clock, don't come to jail because you want to take a nap when the count change, you know what I'm saying? You'll be laying in your bed. And if you don't go to bed at 11 o'clock, don't come to jail because you're going to bed at 11. If you ain't sleeping, you're in your cell, you know what I'm saying? So those are the environment things. But to be in punitive segregation, I, I think I have to give them the rights for that. You know what they might be upset with? I maybe the bail situation. Remember they say they're going to lower the bail and make sure they don't be in there for $700 for two years because you can't make a $700 bail? Come on, man. And who is it to? Who is it? Who, who are they doing that to? Hello? 
Us. <laughs> they doing it to the brothers, the Hispanic brothers. Dumb it's bro. us. That's right. Power to How the you people. Doing the Power to the people. Bro, Let them out. <laughs> Gloria. You know, power yeah. to the people. You know, so they mad at him for that. I don't. Ain't no big reason. But you have him. no problem with him. You've been out for eight years. You had no exactly. problem. Exactly. Got you no should, problem. You, you, and you retired. You got your pension and everything. Yes, sir. Everything is good. Well, Social it's a security blessing, too. Right. Security. Oh, wait, <laughs> let, 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 let's let's say that. Uh, Let's say that. It's a blessing. Listen, I appreciate you coming up here. It was my pleasure. Um, I think this was a different kind of interview. How do you feel about this? I, I, no, I like it. I, I, it, 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 went, it went around. It went to my family, a lot of different things I didn't expect. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're pretty good. You both are excellent. I thank appreciate you, it. I definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, like I want to salute you just again. You know what I mean? Regardless of what we, what, what, you know, what was said, what you hear, you know, for standing on your square, I salute that. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. I definitely understand why people would be reluctant to to say certain things because of, you know. But I think that um, I think the time you come from is, you know, you watch real oppression. You know, you watch when you were young. I tell the story. You've been chased out of school and all that <laughs> stuff. You watch real. You watch real shit happen. That's right. So your mentality would not be the same as anybody like me, my brother, or anybody that's younger or new. Mm -hmm. Your mentality won't be there because of what you've seen, what you witnessed, life experience. They say that you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you come from. True. And I feel like you know where you come from. You mm -hmm. live by the principles, and regardless of what people say, you answered it the best way you can, and I respect it. I do appreciate it. G-Money, how, how you feel about this, G-Money? Nah, definitely. Um, Him standing on his squares, that, that, that's definitely, I feel like, his motto. You know what I'm saying? I think he lives by that. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? You, you can borrow that. Stand on your square. You can borrow yes, that from me. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Stand on your square. That's right. But, but, but sign out, man. Tell us, you know, tell people, you know, if, if you want them to find you, where to find you at. Or they don't have to tell them where to find you, but just, you know, give us something in closing. Shout out who you want to shout out. Your wife, your family. I, I, no, my wife is number one. I love her with all my heart. I'm glad we went through what we went through to make us a better couple. But mm. more than anything, I want to shout out to every one of my correction officer family. You know what I'm saying? They did their thing in those years, okay? They went through the dark ages where all these new officers can relax for all the changes we did. They ain't having 150 slashings no more. You know what I'm saying? Talk, Bailey! You know, they Talk. doing their thing. <laughs> I really love my team. That's what I have to say. I love that team, you know? And I had good leaders in front of me, you know. They showed me the way, you know. And one of them, Chief Dash, he was excellent. You know, he was mm. a humble brother. He was a humble, well-respected brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm. One of those brothers mm -hmm. that was good enough to be a warden to go around the Brooklyn house picking up garbage. He didn't think he was above anything. He went around there going to houses, getting razors out. He was a man among men. You know what I'm saying? He kept his square, too. Mm. He kept it real for his whole career, you what know? What was his name, Dash? Dash. Respect. Big uh, man. Uh, what happened here? Oh, that was outside the job. They didn't slash me. I, I had a okay. sinus issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like I said, I got punched twice with no slashing yeah. or stabbing, I'm happy to say. You know? But, you know, I kept my wit about myself. I never let my guards down. You know, they took over a block when I was in there with some other supervisors. You know, I saw it going down. I don't know why they didn't see it. They was going to go in their cells, getting weapons out and everything. Wait, hold up. And I barely, slid out. Man. No, barely. Why are you choosing to say this down? No, nope, I'm just telling you what happened. I slid out. So I the, you have to keep your wit. That's all I ever did in my career. So what do you mean you saw it happen? Why you ain't stopping then? If you I can't stop it. I just got to the gate. You know what I'm saying? To get some help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they went. So, so, so. But we had a good person behind that gate, too, which was Carrie. Uh, 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 he disfused the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? But these cats was not accepting our our. our authority 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at them like, yo, you don't see these cats going in their cell getting jackets on and weapons? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to make a long alert. Wake the hell up. You know, follow me. What happened that day? What happened that day? Real quick. Of course, they, uh, you know. They, what was going on with the inmates? What happened that day? Bring us back to that day. That day, I, I just, they had a disturbance in the block, and we were telling everybody they had to lock in, and they were saying no. They were saying no, and the cells was open, so they went in there and back and forth, back and forth. But the bottom line, most of these instances never was called in as a hostage situation. Carrie squashed it. You know what I'm saying? He got the inmates to calm down. Nobody got stabbed and this and that. So but the bottom line the, the is... officers were on one side and the inmates were on one side? No, all officers and all the white shirts was on one side, all of us. You know, when something happened, we all come and respond. Six captains, ADW, and this and that. You know, thinking, you know, showing the force, support, and everything else. You know? But so much support you can do without you looking around to see what's going on around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And how I, did I carry, always how did, how did Mr. Carey, how did he calm it down? Oh, he was a very diplomatic individual, you know? Say, it wasn't necessary with all this. You need to calm down. And what I always believe... We're always going to win. We're the house. You can get us right now for this moment, but at the end of the moment, it's our day. But he talked him out of it and got everybody out. One one captain freaked out, you know, because of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Anybody got hurt that day? Nobody got hurt that day. He he saved the day. Shout he out to Carrie. He saved the day. Shout out know? to him. But that's how life is, man. I, I, I had attempted robbery on me a couple of times, and I knew it was a robbery when the guy asked for a cigarette and then what time it was. And that was on, on Van Sicklin going to the number two hmm. train. Soon as he, I, I, I saw him reach for the gun, he started shooting at me. But that's having your wit. You know what I'm saying? You have to be alert about everything. But, 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 but Walter, you, you, you saw what was going on. You could, you, did you warn anybody? Like, yo, I think oh, hey, no, 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 what the hell? But let's go to get weapons? No, you don't say it like that. You go to the <laughs> gate and get more troops. I'm not, what? Why, why they didn't see it? That's my question. Well, you can't do, you, yo. Man, stop that. I don't, they should saw what I saw, okay? <laughs> they don't have your wit. That's a problem with that bullshit. You in jail, you better know, you know something. You know what they tell you at the academy? This shell is this big. You ain't Superman. Mm. All that gangster stuff you might be talking, I knew better. Like I said, I got knocked out one time talking gangster stuff, right? You, I knew it, you kept it 100. You have to be that aware. You want to be talking to one, you better look all around. We outnumbered 75 of them on that side. And this is a tough block. What, what block was it? Two block. Two block was tough. Where you know? we're building? HDM. HDM 2 Block. Yeah, HDM 2 Block. It was, you know, it was a situation there. But like I said, I shout out to people I love, and we went through situations like that, and we got out of it. What was the worst situation you've been through at Rikers? Uh, I guess the worst thing was a hostage situation where they had another inmate. And uh, he tied up an inmate and everything up on a chair. And he told me to go get him some Chinese food and everything else. Get everybody some Chinese food, belly and everything else. And he told me he was going to stab him up and all this other stuff. And we called in the hostage negotiation team and this and that. I thought I can just run in there and stop it, but they told me not to. You know, but that was the worst day I think I had. You know, have to have all that attention on our jail over uh, somebody being tied up on a chair and this guy threatening to, you know, to kill him. He didn't get no Chinese food. He didn't get no Chinese food. He wanted Chinese food and <laughs> like Bailey's going to get him. No, Bailey didn't get him no Chinese food. That was the worst situation I was in. I had nothing else. You know, we had a couple of escapes. That wasn't bad. Yeah, talk about the, yeah, I think, wow. We had an escape. The guy was. Uh, Let's talk about escapes. That's what I was about to, the last question I want yeah, to ask you. We had an, I had an escape out of my house, but I wasn't working that day. But I'm almost sure he worked on those windows when I was there. And he was a good guy, too. I'm, when I say good guy, he's one of those guys who locked in his cell early and this and that. One of the guys you owe. I said, I wish I had some more guys like him. But that cat was in there sawing his window every day. <laughs> he got out the window. Well, they caught him on a visit with some wire cutters in his pocket, right? 
but he had another set in his uh in his uh he had a cuff on he had a, a cast on he had another set so he had a throwaway for the CEOs to get in and write him up and all this think they did a good thing but he had a second pair he got off the island he went to the bus you know he put his shoes near the water he went to the bus and got on the one on one and left the island wow. I was like wow they caught him. Yeah, they caught him. One guy got away we never caught, but they caught him. Whoa, 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 hold up. Let's, let's, let's. He got away. He left. He had a bigger plan. How many people escaped Rikers Island before? The biggest one was the those guys from Liberation Army, from NIC. He escaped. He had no arm. He had no hands. How'd that happen? Yeah, no hands. How you get that way? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Liberation Army. He escaped. He got off the island too. How, okay, okay. I can't tell you how that one happened. So like what, the one with the window, he got out. The, he, how did he climb down the window? For one, the window's supposed to have a bar in there that's supposed to turn when somebody tried to cut it. But with age, it sat in place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Perpet, you know, petrified, and he mm. was able to cut it. And he slid out a real small hole. But they said if you can get your head through a place, your whole body's supposed to come down. If you can get your head through a window, your whole body post come right after he that. He slid down. Like how did he slide down? Uh, he had rope. He tied the rope and everything else. He had a window knob. He brung down the barbed wire fence because all our fences got that sensor to it. You know what I'm saying? He touched the sensor, had the car come a couple of times, and then after that, they didn't come no more. They figured it was a faulty sensor. He had his whole thing planned out. He was, he did it the right way. He planned everything out. He didn't just take it by chance. And who's the guy that escaped that never got caught? What's his name? The Spanish guy got away. Totally. Do you know, do you know I the name? I couldn't his name, but he got away. We never caught him. He's on our books. He's still missing. Some people get lucky. Even though when it's high age of electronics and everything else, and, you know, you just can't go nowhere and recognize him, but, you know, some effort is not even worth that level of searching, I guess. I don't know. He never got caught. You think he walked out? You think he jumped off the gate? You think he had an inside know. man? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody had an in, in, inside person, and he got caught. He left something at the cell. I left something at the gate. They saw the prisoner in the uh, parking lot. They said, yo, what are you doing out here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the guy, what well, the CEOs fell in love. <laughs> you know, he's taking a home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it's, yeah, it's Classic, crazy. G. What you think, G? Talk to me. Yeah, it's good. No. What you think, G? Stand on his Come on, guy, it's man. real life. Where that was an exciting part. To see the difference every day. Come on. I tell you, I mean, if you get the chance, look at that court TV special I did for the department. They followed me for six months, man. And, and we went through the whole thing. You saw that little clip I sent you? Mm -hmm. You know, it was a whole six months of following me and what we did in the agency, how we turned it around. You know, that was, I think, was the launching of all these prison shows you see now. That first one. We was the first mm. one on the map. Then after that, everybody got a prison show, you know, inside this jail, inside that jail, you know. But we established that, you know, early 90s, you know, with that, that landmark thing. How does, how does it feel to be in love? How does it feel to be what? How does it feel to be in love? I love that boy. Love is everything. Love is everything. Happiness is love. To me, happiness is love. I wish she was here. But she's so scared of everything, you know. So she had to do with the, you know, but she's still in the apartment. She's supposed to do the right thing. This is me living my life. You know, you know, we spoke about that. So your wifey said no at first, yeah. you know, and then she, Kept you know, with me. I, I told you that, you know, you said the right words. You said the same thing I say. Family's first, brother. You Facts. do that. And then we spoke up and said, you'll be talking about the 90s, man. 
we don't have to hear all that bullshit that went on after that. Yeah, I don't care about you know, that. You, yeah, you yeah, kept yeah, it real. Yeah. You kept when, it real. No, but what, what, what it was is that when I put you, see, I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this. I didn't know nothing about that. I was care about the '90s and blood. It's not until I put your name out, and then that's when, like, yo, look at. I'm like, but I still ain't care. And I told you that. I'm like, okay, I, right. And then like, I, don't what, I don't care about that water. I want to talk about the you, '90s, I'm not man. Of I want to talk about yeah, it, that, that, yeah. You're not. I'm not ashamed of it. Nope. Let's wrap it up. All right, my brother. I appreciate man, it. Look, Bailey, hold on. Don't leave yet. Don't, don't leave. leave. Yet. Don't All leave. right, we I'm not moving. Sign out. Sign out. Classic episode. You know, I think I think people in the comments gonna 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 uh. Get the Denzel vibe from him. <laughs> I get the Denzel vibe. You, you, you heard it before or no? Your no, first time hearing that? that? I, I think that. the voice is something. I some. heard uh, uh, Barry White. Barry White. Uh, who was the other one? But back then they thought I had a Jerry Curl. I had curly hair back then. It was natural. <laughs> he said, yo, Jerry Curl. I said, yo, why are you doing that? Class episode, though. Appreciate you coming out to the show, man. Uh, you know, uh, at DJ G Money 156 on the Instagram. Every Thursday, Tipsy Thursdays. Uh, we was there last night. Crazy, uh... Comedy show last night. Shout out to Joe's show. Shout out to Omar the Comedian. Shout out to Danny Deuces. She came through. Flyboy Chris. Um, you know, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, you know, this camera's off, so you guys won't be able to see us. Cool. The battery died. Nice. I enjoyed this episode, <laughs> man. I think that uh, shout out to, to, to Miss Gloria. Um, shout out to, uh, you know, Mr. Bailey. Facts. Shout out to everybody in the building, in the vicinity. You know, we made it happen. I'm glad you know we did. Mean? And I'm happy that he came up here. Mm. And, you know, I'm definitely, definitely happy I got to meet you. And everybody talked about you. And I think that you're dope, man. And, Thank I, you know, you kept your word. I kept mine. Yes, you did. And, you know, I, I definitely would like to take pictures, you know, for the episode. Or put, you know, yeah, by all means. Please. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, it's Queens Flip. You are real TV. TV. Um, we hear the camera's off because it ran out the battery. So but, you, you know. You want to turn this one yeah, on? Yeah, no, 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 no. We good, we good, we good. Um. <laughs> Listen, man, what can I say? We out here moving. We're doing great numbers. That's a fact. Flip the script, Park is doing great numbers. Money and G Money is waiting until next month. Uh, that's, his, that's his goal. <laughs> 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 Remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your gates, open your blinds. And if you see a man like Bailey on your on your lawn, don't don't, don't use a firearm. Nah. <laughs> Let him in. Let me in. And have a conversation with him. I'm from there Queens.